Yeehaw! <laughs> Howdy, partners. Welcome to Red Dead Redemption. My name's Shark Johnson, and we got one hell of a show for you. Let me just tell you a little bit about it. We got a bit of a change in programming. We're going to talk all about the future of Rad Dad. We have uh, an update from Rockstar that we're going to dive deep into. We have a new trivia contest, maybe a gold bar winning contest. And we're going to talk about our top three childhood games. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rad Dad Redemption. Howdy, howdy. How's it going there, Creamy Johns? Evening, mister. Evening, fella. Did you say your fox run through here? (laughs) I think we have to come up with some sort of rule on how long we're supposed to do cowboy accents on the episode. (laughs) Well. (laughs) How you doing, mister? Hey, man. Can you listen? My daughter, Ashley, went missing four weeks ago, and I've just been looking all over for her. That's when I ride away immediately because I know (laughs) he's going to rob me. I'm out. Awesome. How's it going, man? I am, I, I am doing well. How are you doing? I uh, it's been a it's been a busy week. I wish I could have jumped on my Red Dead a, a little more than I did. Um, but uh, so many games calling out for me. You know, it's a lot, and there's only a tidal wave of 2019 games coming our way. Hell yeah. Well, before we get into it, let me just uh, thank some sponsors here. First off, I want to thank the one and only. Ario Speedwagon. Did you uh, recognize where that song was from? Um, a little bit, yeah. Fill me in. <laughs> so I that can't. is the song <laughs> that plays at the end of one of my favorite movies. Well, it's towards the end of one of my favorite movies, Cabin in the Woods. Ah, yes. Roll with the changes. Tequila is my lady. <laughs> that movie is be- of way better than it should be. That, I know, right? Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard is the, uh, he wrote that script. And uh, he's just a, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. He did it as a, uh, I guess, a, a, like a passion project. And then Joss Whedon got a hold of it and it uh, it got made. So there you go. Um, well, I want to thank, uh, of course, Madeira. Madeira is an outdoor clothing and gear company um they kind of primarily sell outdoor hammocks but they also have like they just added headlamps and backpacks so they're definitely uh growing and right now you can get a backpack full of two hundred dollars worth of gear for sixty dollars that's what they claim i tried to get a good idea on what some of the some of the gear was it looks like there might be a ball cap in there a headlamp um it looks like a like an ultralight sleeping bag. Um, so that's all inside of a backpack. Um, hit the link in the show notes. That helps out the Rad Dads, uh, Creamy Johns, and myself. So please hit that link. I want to thank Anchor. Anchor is our, our podcast host. And, John, we have a new sponsor this week. Who do we got? It is a company called Spreadshop. Have you ever heard of Spreadshop? Um, Spreadshop. No. Tell me about <laughs> Spreadshop, please. So I was trying to think shop. of a joke, and I don't have anything. So 
Yeah. Better, better tell <laughs> me what they're about. <laughs> it is. Uh, I won't say what I was thinking. Spreadshop is a, is a online merchandise company. Um, so it's a company where um, anyone, podcasts like ourselves, can go on there and make their own merchandise and sell it. But here's the, uh, the best part of it. It's completely free to use the service and you of course share the share in the um you know sales of any of the products that you sell so um expect to see some gear from rad dad real soon um but if you're interested in a place where you can sell some of your own stuff check out spread shop and then of course we are part of the podcast right now network the ever-growing podcast right now network um and we are working on a feed that will merge the two podcasts to, well soon to be more than two podcasts together so that you can get all the podcasts right now goodness directly inputted into one feed um so big thanks to podcast right now for helping rad dad redemption kind of get to where we are on episode six hell yeah hell yeah i'm a host i'm a host on that podcast did you know that yeah what you're on i'm an, not uh yeah i'm probably on one of them i'm probably one of more one of the more um demanding uh confident host on the on the podcast if i had to go through the whole lineup yeah i think i'm probably one of the you know better spoken well uh i'm i'm on that podcast podcast right now did you know this (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry sorry ario speedback wagon came back for an encore there i had to fix that um No, your shows of late have been um, on fire, dude. I have been... Our Christmas episode, the one we did right before Christmas, uh, I was crying. Like, I, I mean, w- while we were doing it. Our, we have a, a member on the podcast right now. His name's Joe. We call him TV. TV's Joe Gazzaro. We call him friend of the family, Joe Gazzaro. Um, dude, he was uh, he was on fire. So yeah. check out that episode. Uh, I think it's like episode 84, 85. It's the one right before... Uh, holidays kick in and he had he had purchased a uh, a beef heart and he oh was going to roast this heart and he was excited uh oh god he was excited about roasting it he didn't know how to cook a heart but uh yeah he was just uh, I'm sure there I mean there's definitely recipes out there <laughs> for a heart I mean I always refer to Indiana Jones 2 Temple of Doom <laughs> for for Kalima. my heart Kalima. Kalima, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Remember when Doc, Remember when uh, Indiana Jones turns evil and he hits? Oh, yeah, uh, smacks the shit out of that kid. What's that, <laughs> that kid's poor, name? That poor, was, where were they? India, Ethiopia? Yeah. Somewhere on the Tigris Euphrates there. Yeah, smacked the shit out of, uh, what's his name? Um, the, the little boy. Chat, the help us out. No, that, no, that, the, his, his short Asian f- friend. Short round. Short round, yeah. Remember, he drinks the <laughs> yeah. blood and he turns evil for like just a short little bit, and he slaps that poor boy. Well, and then the little boy, then the Asian kid, doesn't he smack the other kid? Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's, a lot of get, everyone's getting slapped around. Yeah, uh, that would be if you do a drinking game with Indi- Indiana Jones, you need to drink for smacks. And that's and that's just Temple of Doom. If you move on to uh, the Last Crusade. Um, Sean Connery is verbally slapping the shit out of Indiana Jones <laughs> the entire movie. You were named after the dog, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Don't call me Junior Dad. I, fuck, My name's movies. not Junior Dad. <laughs> so kind of westerny. He wears a hat. <laughs> yeah, he has a whip. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, again, my, I'm I'm Super Shark Johnson, and uh, this is my brother from the same mother, Creamy Johns. Yeah, I'm Cream of Egbert, um, John Michelle. Go by many names. I wear I wear many hats. Um, we are we are both fathers. This is Rad Dad Radio, aka Rad Dad Redemption. Um, I'm not sure how much redemption you're looking for these days, Joel, but I got a. I got to tell you, man, I'm in the negative. All right, I'm trying to get some honor back. <laughs> oh, really? Just in life? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Starting from when I was born to today, I'm I'm in the. Uh, you think you're what, low on? That's a that's a yeah, fun thing yeah. to talk about. Yeah, try to get I my feel honor. Like my up, honor buddy. is high. I think yeah. sometimes it gets. This sounds bad, but hear me my out. My paradigm, my paradigm system is way towards Satan right now, and I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> I think. Because of my job, my honor gets really way up, so I have to be a, an asshole sometimes to like bring it back down to, yeah, you know, lasso someone every once one, once in a while. And this is where we're different, horse. okay? This is where we this is where we're different. <laughs> Two men from the same set of testes, yet look at us, different lifestyles. We're both fathers. We both love video games, and it should be said that you and I live across. We, we live several miles away. You're in Colorado. Yes. I'm in the great state of Ohio. Yeah, there's and, a Louisiana uh, purchase between the two of us. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, what's what's great about video gaming is uh, it can it can bring people together. And that's a real nice real nice little, little bonus we have that we live in a world where we can uh, feel like we're sitting in the same room shooting at each other on a video game. And uh, yet we're miles apart. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, beautiful. Uh, it is cool. Um, and uh, for all those listening out there, uh, thanks for joining us. I know a lot of you probably are still uh, <laughs> still in Chapter 2. <laughs> uh, and you trying to shit is, on me? Trying uh, to no, no, me? that's just, I'm sure statistically them. you You're represent the majority. <laughs> okay. You're talking about them. Well, there's a I lot beat, of folks I that got that it. that game. There's a lot of folks that got it for Christmas. That's and, true. And uh, the busy new year has started, so you probably haven't, haven't had as much time to play, but... Here, let I, me do I, this real quick. For any of the kids who just got it for Christmas, here are here are the top ten things that you uh, that that new players in Red Dead do wrong. Are you ready, Joel? Oh, okay. All right. This is according to Screen Rant, which this is a movie website, so I don't know what what the hell kind of business they have talking about video games. But let's jump <laughs> right in here, and you can just give me your quick give me okay. a give me one sentence right after I say each one. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Number ten. Number 10, not doing the optional honor missions. Go, Joel. Agree? Disagree? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Do them. Yes. Why should you do them? Uh, well, because there, well, there's two missions. There's a maximum honor mission and there's a max or low, like whatever, lowest honor mission. Okay. And so it's worth that by itself. And you see a little cowboy show up in the bottom of your screen, right? When you're going to do an honor mission, like it kind of like warns you, like, hey, if you agree to this, you're either being a good guy or a bad guy. Is, am I wrong? Um, for some of the choices, you'll see a, it's like a hat arrow up and a hat okay. arrow down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number nine on the list. Uh, things new players do wrong in Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, putting bonus stats into stamina. What do you think about that, Joel? bonus stats into stanima yeah i think i think what they're saying is that you're gonna do a lot of running around in oh the game. yeah 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 oh yeah you as a character for sure yeah but there are certain there are certain herbs herbs um that you can find in the in the, in and about the game 
um, that will give you instant like it'll level it up. Um, the best one is American Ginseng, which will do your health. So find lots of that. Yeah, it says your options are health, stamina, and dead eye. Um, oh, and, and Jimsum Jimsum weed does something. I think that does like dead eye or something. Okay. So so yeah, run it out and put your um, put your bonus stats into uh, health or dead eye is what we're is yeah. what we're learning. What I like to do is when I get into a town, I'll park my horse early into town, and then I'll just hoof it from there. That's a good way to kind of get it going. Especially if you're in San Denis, because you're going to absolutely run over someone with that horse, and it's going to turn into a bloodbath. You're going to have to uh, yes. shoot, shoot and kill everyone, including That's their law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, and now you're $1,000 in on some bounty or something. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. want that. No one wants that. <laughs> Number eight on the list, uh, not using the mask. Big mistake. We see a lot of new Red Dead players make uh get yourself a mask get yourself a little uh little bandana put it up over your little schnoz in your mouth yeah they have a cool um like skeleton mask skull mask that you saw that it's pretty rad yeah it Um, looks like um eyes wide shut or something like that with tom cruise dude um yeah what a weird movie um i if you know you're gonna do something a little uh shady Put the mask on, or pull put your it bandana on. up. It's in your, it's in your saddlebag. It's in your inventory. Put it on. It's like and a that goes for better life to have too. one and not need it than to need one and not have it. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I'm I not wear, wrong. I wear my bandana pretty much all summer long, so I'm always ready. <laughs> you just always have it on. You I'm never always know. ready to go. <laughs> no one knows what you look like, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> number seven, not manually resetting awards in Red Dead Online. How do you process that? Um, that sounds like a like click click here for more information type deal. Yeah, um, I'm my guess is that many um, players ignore the systems altogether, and those that do them may forget about award or yeah f- awards. What is this? I don't know. I don't understand so this. There's one. Do you understand this like, one? Um, like I got one just for hunting the other day, so I guess that's what it is, and. The only thing I guess the manual reset would be so that your maybe they time out or something look new from the single player mission. I don't know. Skip it. It's online. Skip it. All right. Number six. This is the list from Screen Rant. Things players do wrong in Red Dead: not hunting with a lasso and knife. Now this oh, is yeah. something I'm learning. I've never hunted Definitely. with a lasso and knife. Well, I'll. Why do you have think you, you done need this? both of those items? Yeah, but have you done this? Have you utilized this in hunting? Yeah. You lasso animals and stuff? No, I use the lasso to... Don't you use the lasso to like... Oh, no, I guess you don't. I was going to say to tie them up and put them on your Yeah, they're, they're saying uh, ride along a bison or a, a nice and lasso. Stag I guess you could lasso, lasso a it. bison. Yeah, if, you, uh, if, you're, if you're elite enough. Number five. Steve Ranella probably doesn't go out into the forest with a lasso. Here's an easy one. Number five, going into the mountains unprepared. This yeah, would be considered single one. player or online. Yeah, no, make you sure you have that warm, yeah, have, have that warm set of clothes. Situation. Bring some food. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely some have that. Have meats. a winter coat, and they give you a winter coat, so you kind of have no excuse. To be honest, yep, this is true. Um, number four, using regular ammo in Red Dead Online. 
Now you've yeah, experimented with this, Joel. You've used some of the other uh, ammunition mm-hmm. alternatives. That, can you can you speak to that? Yeah, they have a. I mean, the simple way of putting it is they do more damage. So yeah. if you get the well, high I mean, velocity a- or express bullets, which are okay. the fancier ones, then uh, yeah, you're ready to f shit up. Are they pretty expensive? Do you, they or? used to be, but it's like maybe two fifty for a box of ammo. But you have to oh, be at shit. the right level to use it. Wipe my ass with two fifty. Let's go. Number three on the list. Going straight into the epilogue. Ooh, that uh, might be okay. a spoiler one. I actually that's I'm actually glad that's on there. Mad respect, screen rant. Mad respect. Blah blah. Screen um, rant. Blah blah. I would say, um, yeah, I think you should take a break. I think you need, after you beat the game, this is good for you, Creams. And I know our good friend, I don't know if Ventrilofart, who's listening, has beat it. He's further along than I am, but I don't think he's beat it yet. I know I know. Uh, Seth Lee Adams, a.k.a. Limney, a.k.a. Big old bitch, we call him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on purpose because I knew you had something. You had an express bullet in the chamber. Fat tits, sometimes we call him fat tits. Old titties Oglesby. Um, anyway, Lemony, you haven't beat it yet either. So when you finish the game, um, there, uh, this isn't a spoiler. It's, it's an exciting thing. There's multiple endings. So when you finish your ending, take a walk. Like, just go hunting, Well, first just off, go fishing, watch the credits. Take it off. Take a moment. The credits are extremely important. Um, okay. I always and, watch the credits in video games because I'm afraid I'm going to miss the miss like a Easter egg or something, you know. These credits do something. I think uh, I haven't. I can't think of another game that's done this, but they kind of bring you out of it. So it's like a slideshow, and it's showing you. I'm not going to say what it's showing you, but it's showing you just a lot of things to help you think about okay. what you just completed, um, and it sums up the whole game. Um, <laughs> I guess the, the best example would be the credits during Anchorman 1. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Like all the pictures. Stuff? Remember the camera? Oh, yeah. No, wait. You're talking about... Um, hangover. 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 Sorry. Hangover. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. know what you're talking about now. A- Anchorman 1 was bloopers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get to see. Like they <laughs> actually have a woman sucking a, a, a ding-dong. Yeah, there's a lot of um, illicit photos. In the, yeah. Anyway, finish the credits, and then once those are done, take a walk. Just take a, a five, ten-minute walk. Um, Process. Or, or just stop playing. You just finished a video game. Stop playing because there is then the epilogue, and I think if you go rush right into it, um, I don't know, it kind of takes away from your, your Arthur ex- experience. So... I would finish the ep- epilogue. Cool. Yeah. Number two on their list, um, things players don't do in Red Dead, uh, doing every mission in Red Dead Online lethally. Uh, yeah, that just lowers your honor. That's all they're saying. And you don't get as much uh, money. So, yeah, help out help out those young lovers if you come yeah, across yeah. them. <laughs> help out the young lovers is the best example. Don't kill the people <laughs> on the train tracks, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. And then the number one, things players do wrong in Red Dead Redemption 2, not playing Red Dead Redemption first. I love that. Amen. (laughs) Good job, Screen Rant. Outside of your stupid reset challenge thing, I think it's a pretty good list. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. 
I think the only other thing I would add is um, don't blow your money on. Oh, no, no. I'll tell you what I'll add. I'll tell you what I'll add. Um, do treasure hunts right away. Like make that a priority. But above okay. everything else, do the treasure hunts because if you get, I'm going to say $2,000, you're pretty much good for the rest of the game. You, like you'll earn just enough accidentally to be fine for the rest of the game. So do a tre- do treasure hunts and um, you won't have to worry about money. Okay. Um, if I had to add one, I might say um, maybe have more than one horse so that, you know, when when one inevitably dies and you save, it's oh, not yeah. like the end of the world. Like maybe just have a couple, maybe three horses that you like mm-hmm. and, and um, after you kind of get some money rolling, um, upgrade them individually and, 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 and in different styles. It's kind of fun to have horses for different uh, – yeah. You know, depending on what you're doing, different missions. That might be mine. Yeah, the I would war add. horse. Um, that's is, that's the one I got for pre-ordering or something. Yep, and that's a pre-order. It's, it's baller. Horse. Yeah, it's good all around. It's uh, and then the uh, some of the draft horses are really good on mountain areas. So what I did is I I did exactly what you just said. Is when I had enough money to get a better horse, um, I would just buy that horse and then level up the one I was on put it back in the stable and then start working on my new horse. And then if my new horse died, I had a hot horse ready to go. Yeah, Nice. Good stuff. Awesome. All right. That was, that was fun. That was spontaneous. Yeah. I just thought I'd, I, I saw it and I thought I'd, I'd bring it up and we would do a little list and see if we agree, <laughs> disagree. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, well, for those listening at Mick on mixer, you are the champions of the night. This is definitely the best way to lis- listen to the show. We tend to go live sometime between 8 and 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, um, and that is on Wednesday nights, and you can find us at Mixler.com slash RadDadRadio. Um, We've never you... gone live that early, though. What are you talking about? I know. Eastern oh. Standard? Oh, you're right. That would be Mountain gotta... Time. Yeah, you're Mountain Time. Mountain Time, yeah. Uh, it would be 10 to 11 Eastern Standard <laughs> That's time. my fault, listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, hey man, yeah, for the record, we got snowed on tonight. I had to drive, and it was uh, I, I was going at least ten to fifteen miles per hour under the speed limit, so that I, my vocal cords and mine could survive to continue to podcast for you listeners. So uh, for this, I apologize, um, but it is one of those apologies that I don't really mean. I'm glad I yeah. went slow. Well, we've all seen misery, man. We don't want that to happen. Yeah, to yeah, Kathy Bates. <laughs> no. Yeah, that one <laughs> that would some some Instagram art fan <laughs> makes you paint a bunch <laughs> <Yes>. of pictures. <laughs> Draw another dick. You can follow John at, at Egbert Cream on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. My um, um my uh beer labels are getting published right now. Those are showing up in stores and, oh, and yeah, Kroger. Talk about that for the folks oh, that don't... not much to talk about. It's just kinda cool to walk into a grocery store and uh go through the beer aisle and say, Ah, there's there's my beer right down there. Yeah, there I drew that. Um, I went to the Kroger lady and I asked her um, to not charge me for the beer. I told her what a big deal I was. I said, hey, I, I did the artwork for this, did this you really? elevator. Yeah, I told her. I said, I did the artwork for this elevator winter warmer. Um, I'm probably the most famous person you've ever met. You should probably just you know, <laughs> let, me, let me have this beer. And uh, she was not into it. And then I also... Um, uh, talk to her manager and he was not into it so i paid but gotta try <laughs> gotta, you gotta try pull the card man <laughs> um anyway if you're on mixler 
talk to us. It's more fun that way. If you got questions, interjections, fun ideas, hot topics, uh, news, breaking news, or Amber Alerts, just uh, go ahead and chime in. It's uh, it's the best way to play. Um, <laughs> Agreed. All right. Well, hey, Creams, have you watched what, – what are you playing right now? What, I know you've been super busy, but – Dude, I'm all over. Okay, so here's the deal. I, I play primarily um, on – xbox one and then secondary is my is pc um the, i battlefield 5 was on sale for 30 dollars, and i had to i had to pull the trigger I, I loved battlefield one i text you before um before firing away on on the old credit card and and um you you summed it up really nice you said didn't you play the hell out of battlefield one and i was like yes i did i and i enjoyed every minute of it um so yeah i got battlefield five and it is, I mean, everyone knows this game. It's set in World War II. It's, it's catching some heat right out of the gate. Um, I think it was released uh, back in November. Does that sound right? October, into October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it caught some, caught some online heat because November, EA, yeah, EA and DICE, they, they changed their um, sort of their in-game economy to where like everything online is free, but then people are accusing the game of releasing as uh, less than a full game and that the full game comes after like six months or a year Um, and yes you won't have to buy a battle pass or a season pass or something like that but um, it's you're buying you know 60% of a game and then the rest of the game will be you know sort of leaked out Um, one thing I'm looking forward to hard in that game is their new the battle royale mode. Yeah. I, what do they call it? Firestorm? Does that sound right? I think it's Firestorm or Fire Circle or some shit like that. And um I don't know. Yeah, but basically the uh the you know, unplayable zone is fire. And so like this just is like this fire ring that shrinks in on players. You know about this, right? For you you own this game, you're excited for this, yeah? I am, but I know very little about it, so I'm I'm like on yeah. the edge of my seat listening to uh, Yeah. This, well, I think you know. Well, it's just their um it's their move on the the battle royale scene, you know? I mean, you got Call of Duty doing their uh blackout mode. You got Fortnite continually crushing. You got mm-hmm. PUBG with its broken ass game, still putting shit out and make, and it's still kind of fun to play. Um, we played that the other night. I, yeah, I didn't get in with you guys. Remember, I joined right as you and the Golden Bear were were getting yeah, out of there. Man, and, I mean, it 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 was fun. <laughs> I yeah. mean, there's a, there's always that unique excitement that you get from playing that game, and yep. it's real pretty. We got to play some of the new maps, and they do have a new custom. Um, mode. So I, what I want to do is get a bunch of people together and do the new small map, the little island they have. Okay, that was my question: was if you do a private match or a custom match, can you choose that? Isn't it a four by four, like a like the smallest map? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can pick maps though. That's what you're saying. Yeah, you can totally. Pick oh, maps. dude, we you can. Yeah, we um, have to do that. There's a few other settings you can mess around with. I haven't done it yet. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Joel will find all the settings. If there's tornadoes or like laser beams or zero uh, gravity, know, yeah, zero gravity. He'll Juggernaut. he'll turn them on. He'll turn them on. I always sh- I always sh- shit on the the super shark. Uh, we play Rocket League, and it's usually not long before he starts 
putting in those game modes. And then I always bust your balls in Grand Theft Auto 2 when you set up a, a playlist. And before you know it, we're playing the most ridiculous custom you know, deathmatch mode that the game offers. <laughs> well, listen, here's a, your a, shit, man. there's a personality test for that type of person. So the, <laughs> like the, let's play with all the buttons person. And then the, let's just play a game person. Um, well, so the John, let's when just you, play the game person is someone who values their time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were, when you were a little boy, when you were a kid, um, back in the toy box days, um, <laughs> did you, did you ever play with Play-Doh and your action figures at the same time? Dude, yes. I'll do you one better. I played okay. with chewing gum. I played with chewing gum in the bathtub with my Ninja Turtles. I just had I had gum from the day, and it was a lot of chewing gum. And I pretended it was like some sort of evil jellyfish that was trying to eat, like dissolve Michelangelo's face or something. <laughs> it ruined the Ninja okay. Turtle, but... It was a fun play session. Moving on. Okay. Sorry. I thought that would. Uh, I thought you were going to say no, and then that oh. would be my personality test. So. No, my uh, <laughs> my girls do the same thing. They get their Play-Doh out, and then they bring their toys over too, and all sorts of things happen. <laughs> well, we got into some GTA. Um, we have actually been playing GTA quite a bit. Um, I would say in the last couple weeks, and uh, just a fun yeah, pro say, tip for anyone that more wants than, to just have more the than best Red Dead night. For me. Yeah. yeah, definitely more than Red Dead. Anyone that wants to have the best night ever, make a playlist. Playlist is the way to go with GTA. You literally can pick from anything that they have created, which is, I mean, at this point, over, I would say, hundreds, dozens of hundreds. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, stunt races. There's the new, There's the whole new Motor Wars um, yep. mode where, like, you can pick your favorite game out of that. Yep. Um, and it's just, like, basically party up with your friends Ask ask everybody in the in the group what they what their favorite mode is, and then it keeps score across however many games you add to the playlist. It is, it's the best way to play online. The only caveat is that you have to have minimum four, you know, five six people that want to play that least, game. You can do yeah. three. There's a lot you can do yeah. with three. But I was, and me and me and Golden Bear Drink used to do two all the time. Just one-on-one kind of stuff. That's really sad. It was fun. <laughs> we we shouted at each other a lot. Um, <laughs> any uh, any films? Any features that you've been playing? Watching oh, movies? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we watched a really good movie the other night. It's called uh, Hotel Artemis. Oh, with the the Miss Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Um, Spoiler alert, Jeff Goldblum. I mean, he's listed on the cast, but when he shows up in the movie, okay, it's pretty up. epic. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to know the premise without giving anything away? I know the premise. It's a secret hospital for like yeah. sketchy shit. Yeah, and the movie takes place um, in 2028, and there's a riot in L.A. while, all, while everything's going on. And it's, uh, it's because one of the main companies that sells water, you have to buy water in the future. It's not mm. just... I guess we buy water now, but it's it's more of a rarity in the future. Um, uh, yeah, guys, okay. guys are guys are robbing a bank, and they they get they take a couple uh, take take a couple shots and have to go to the hotel Artemis, and it's membership only, and you got to follow the rules. And Jodie Foster, she is not lenient on those rules. Okay, um, I'm gonna give you a rating scale. Uh, so. Batista's in it too. Hold on, Batista's in it too. 
Oh, I love anything he's in, man. You gotta that, see uh, Bla- it. The, that the uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He was yeah. really good in that. I thought. Yeah, and he did, he wasn't even in that much, but um, yeah, it's great. It's a great movie. I I watched it twice. Matt, um, the the wifey, uh, wow. she she um she was interested, uh, just based on the cast and the premise, and uh, we fired it up, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch the first couple scenes, and then next thing you know, I'm like, watch. I just watched the whole thing with her, so. <laughs> I think that's a testament. Like if you can watch a movie within a couple days and not mind seeing it a second time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we watched the, not to get weird and political, but we watched the pre- the presidential address last night. That was, uh, that was interesting. This wall is kind of a big deal. Apparently He's talking about the wall. I didn't watch it. So yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was weird. I feel like we're still watching The Apprentice, but now we're forced to watch it. <laughs> what do you think, rough. Joel? Are they gonna are they gonna are they gonna impeach impeach this orange boy? <clears throat> I think he's gonna resign. Really? Yeah, I think he's in a bit of a tailspin, and uh, now that he has uh, he is the, the Democratic House is now his like babysitter. I don't think it's gonna last much longer. Okay. Um. It is kind of wild westy, though, the fact that we want to build a wall <laughs> to keep to keep Mexicans out of the United States. I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. Let's build a wall around Washington, D.C. How about that? Well, he made a reference to that. <laughs> he said wealthy politicians build walls um, not because they hate the people on the other side, but because they love the people on the inside, John. Oh, how clever. How clever. <laughs> um. No, but I'm uh, saying let like, like let's just build a wall around the, the oh. property line of the White House and just keep him in, right? Like yeah, yeah, totally. Do the dome. Put a put a ceiling on that bitch too. Yeah, just yeah, lock do it the in. Dome. Stephen King's turn dome. Turn the air down. Turn the air down, and then yeah, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, we in terms of movies, I took your recommendation from one of your recent podcasts right now episodes, and I watched. Sorry to bother you pretty good right dude i loved it <laughs> i loved every single thing about it ladies and gentlemen listeners at home if you have a hulu account watch sorry it to bother there? you it's free on hulu right now otherwise go to your local blockbuster or hollywood video and see if you can pick up sorry to bother you it's awesome it's got tessa thompson who's the girl who's in everything right now she's the valkyrie she's creed's girlfriend she's um she's the the bitchy boss in Westworld. Um, she's in everything right now. So um, it's great. <laughs> There's a wild little left turn it takes in the third act that I definitely didn't see coming. Yeah. Um, but I, I, John, I don't know if, if you felt this way, but it felt a lot like idiocracy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. It was way more stylized than I thought it would be, you know? Yeah. Or tank girl. I don't know if you've ever seen tank girl, but it had that kind of feel to it. Like, is it serious or is this like a joke? Am I in on the joke or am I not in on the joke? What what the hell's going on? And you have no idea how to predict what's going to happen yeah. next. And then it also star. I mean, the main actor is this uh, Lakeith Stanfield. He has a small role in Get Out. Get Out, which yeah, was he has an awesome role. One of my favorite movies from last year and mm-hmm. like, or t- I guess two years ago now. But um, yeah, good. Good cast, really weird style to it. Like it just is not. It's got some great music. Great music. Uh, basically about a telemarketer that you know he gets a job and 
finds out that uh, you have to use the white voice to get more sales. And uh, Danny Glover teaches him. Danny Glover teaches him <laughs> yeah. how to do the white voice. Dude, as soon as Danny Glover comes on, I, I just feel warm inside. I'm like, oh. He's a good, he's a good guy, man. Color Purple, yeah. though, that is not, that's a movie that will not make you feel warm inside for Danny Glover. Yeah. He plays and a black slave owner. Like, how weird is that, right? Yeah. And he, uh, that, that scene where... They have to like shave him on the yeah, porch. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg is is shaving yeah. him on the porch. She's like, I could cut his throat right now. Oh, and the tension. Oh, epic. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that was pretty much what's going on in terms of my life, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm growing up. I I went for it. I'm growing a pretty decent mustache right now. I saw the photo that you posted on our Instagram account. <laughs> That's what is it at, at Red Red Dead Radio on Instagram? Uh, uh yeah. Okay, Red so, Dead Radio. Yeah. So listener, okay, at Red Dead Radio, listeners, you can see this. Um, it's it's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of curly on the ends. It's getting there. Um, with all due respect. It kind of makes you look like an asshole. Uh, that's that's half of the reason. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. As long the as you're trying. Is, uh, the <laughs> other half is uh, we already planned uh, this upcoming year's gut, the gut for those at home. It's a very special um, gentleman. It's a camping trip. Yeah. G- uh, <laughs> gentleman uh, undergoing togetherness. I don't know what it stands for. Um it's a camping trip, and uh, uh, gosh, uh, it was two, two, three years ago, we all dressed up like our GTA character for the camping trip. So, bro- <laughs> so broken, broken had like um, short shorts on, like colorful short shorts and boots, and a and a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then awesome. John Hill, John Golden Bear, Golden Did he find Mare. a leopard skank jacket to wear? No, he had a yellow. He found a golden like jacket though. It looked oh. pretty cool beautiful and then uh i had uh i bought a i wear the flight hat a lot in gta so i got a flight hat and um some short shorts and god it was uh, fun so th- for this upcoming year we're gonna dress like our our red dead character so i'm trying to i'm trying to get ready nice all you need get... is well you already have half of it yeah i'm ready uh, what is it the overalls you you oh, own yeah. like two or three pairs of those i probably have four or five <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid. Well, but I, 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 uh, you yeah. don't want to wait Overalls. on laundry, right? <laughs> Gotta have a <laughs> no, fresh never ready laundry. to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so overalls, bandana. I'm good to go. I think I might get some overalls soon. They seem fun. Dickies. They're good dad in all honesty, as a dad, this is from dad tip number one of the episode. Um it's good to have pockets everywhere <laughs> when, when you're a father. Um, and car and cargo pants are out. You can't wear cargo pants no, anymore. No, they'll pull, they'll pull, they come down on me, man. You put too much shit in there. Like if you yeah. truly filled the cargo capacity of a yeah. average cargo short, you're you're gonna show your ass off to everybody. It's just not yeah. gonna work out. You gotta Unless be a suspender feathers guy and, as well as a cargo pick, pants pixie guy. Dust. Yeah. Good call. Uh, yeah, I want some. <laughs> Who's All the right. who's the best provider, Joel? If you had to, I mean, I I know we, they may oh, okay. not be a sponsor, but are you going Oshkosh on this or um, Carhartt? Car- Carhartt. Good. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. two. There's two types of car. Well, there's three. There's the uh, the canvas style, which are pretty stiff, so it takes literally a few years, and then the the, the best thing you ever own, you'll wear them into the zombie apocalypse. Nice. Um, 
the other style is the 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 insulated style which is if you are going to be outside in the in the cold often and then they have a, a softened style um, which is typically only in the women's clothes but turns out women's overalls and men's overalls are fairly similar the hips are slightly higher but you know whatever um, <laughs> but in terms of brand I uh, I have a Dickies brand uh, overalls that's lasted mm, I'm gonna say almost 10 years at this point um, and then if you can find them the railroad the railroad style is the way to go that's where you get the little white and blue pinstripes on there well that's fun that's the softest type out there yeah so that's overall chat thanks for listening Decent. everybody we'll be back next Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> this has been overall redemption <laughs> hey no, I, I like it Listen, we have a phone number. What? We have a phone number. You can call listeners at home. You can call Rad Dad Radio and you can leave a voicemail and if it is if it is if it is a rootin' tootin' voicemail, we will put this put it on the show for everyone to hear and uh, you can ask questions, you can tell us about your day. Um, but I'm going to put a little contest out there. Okay? Here's the contest. Um, I am looking for someone to recreate uh, just a section of dialogue. You can pick any dialogue in the game, but you got to try to do the accents. You got to you got to try to nail it. And if we both think it is it is just primo, um, I have a special prize that we will send to the winner. Um, nice. It, I I can't tell you what it is, but I'll give you a hint. It's from Madeira, so it's a Madeira gift. And uh, that, again, that's our outdoor sponsor, outdoor goods sponsor. So if you call us, leave a voicemail of you uh, reading a scene from Red Dead, and 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 I think we should do the challenge as well, just to you know put put a you know not not to win the the prize cream, but just to show that we're not chicken shit. Yeah. All right, here's the number, folks. It's nine seven zero foul. Ox four. <laughs> that was the best Western words I could come up with with the number we got. Foul <laughs> ox four. <laughs> Foul ox four. Call us up. It's nine seven zero three six eight five six nine four or nine seven zero foul ox four. Um, I love it. There we go. Um, and yeah, give us a call. You can also send us a message that way too. There is a like messaging or you just text message from your phone. If you're feeling feeling squirrely, send us a text message. I have some messages that I would like to play for you. Here is Ooh. the first one. Let's do it. Boo. Hi. Oh my god, hi, how are you? You have an amazing podcast. <laughs> Here's the next one. Uh hey guys. Jordan calling, Jordan Shaquille. Uh, just wanted to drop a quick line, see if this whole voicemail thing works. Uh, driving, I'm often driving. Uh, I just wanted to call and let you guys know that I was at the uh, gas station earlier today and I saw a guy with a really big, nice, thick truck. And he was at the pump and he had two of the squeegees out that you, you know, they put there for you so you can your windshield off to get good good view of the road. They had two of those, and he was cleaning his truck. And my gas tank had filled up. I was done. I was 
watching him the whole time. I, I wanted to take some photos, but I didn't. Um, he, he cleaned his entire truck with two squeegees. Rent, swipe, squeegee, and rent. She kept going. And he had that truck looking pretty good by the time he was done. I just, uh, you know, I was thinking about truck care, horse care. Uh, just wanted your thoughts on that, guys. What, what you doing? Stuff like that. Anyways, big fan of the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully, uh, I'll be on there again soon. Love you guys. <laughs> All right, that was uh, that was my wife. Oh, <laughs> the first classic. one was my wife. Oh my god! And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, that was Jordan Shaquille, who's witnessed oh. a man washing his truck with the windshield wiper squeegee, windshield washer squeegee. Have you ever seen that before? Uh uh-uh. uh That's called. They call that. They call that the Alabama car wash. <laughs> washing his whole car with that. Washing his whole car. Now nice. I will. I will confess. Um, I have a Jeep, which is a. It's a weird shaped car. So there's spots that sometimes get missed when I go through the, uh, the old touchless, the old, the old soft wash. Sure. And uh, I will sometimes pre-scrub, just kind of loosen some things up on there with the old squeege. Uh, you know fine. the old, the old tail lights, the, uh, the, the old side fenders, the, the mirrors. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say right behind your front fenders might be kind of. Yeah. Hard to reach, yeah, yeah. Um, That's well, good thanks shit. Thanks for calling in. Keep calling, calling in. in, yeah. Thanks for calling in. Keep it up. And uh, Jeep Gang Nighthawk. <laughs> yeah, feel free to uh, hit us with questions or suggestions for the program. All right, let's get into it. So we're we're gonna get into our first topic here, and uh, the the topic is real life badasses real life badasses listen dutch you don't know anyone <laughs> i gotta play the game i gotta re refuel my my arthur get your yeah get your dialogue back yeah yeah <laughs> you're all right boy oh you're all right you're all right girl <laughs> all right Love real it. life badasses john so the idea behind this is that there are some uh <laughs> turns out turns out red dead was not based on fiction or fantasy this uh, is based on a real period of history in, I don't know if you knew this, real real period of history. And uh, it, during this period of history, uh, there was a lot of lawlessness and there was um, a rapid expansion of a pretty dumb, naive country. And yeah. uh, there was uh, a lot of uh, uh, <laughs> just awful things we did to our, our, our lovely First Nations tribes. And uh, there was a uh, uh, very few medical services. And if you want a really good uh, representation of this period of time, I'm a big fan of the million ways to die in the West. I feel like that is one of the best, most honest interpretations of what the West was like. Uh, But there's some real people out there. So with that being said, Creams, I have asked you to tell us a story of a real life badass. Well, mine is, I thought, I thought about it, um, and all I could come up with someone who is, is like with this guy, he's kind of, it's not, he's not a badass so much as he is like, uh, kind of deranged. Um, it's this man, uh, I lived in Clintonville, uh, Columbus, uh, sort of a neighborhood of Columbus for a few years, well, hell, more than a few years, and, uh, there's a, there's a small chain of, um, yeah, there's some, some bars, uh, some carryouts. There's an old movie theater called Studio 35. It's this little uh, area. It's right along um, Indianola Avenue, 
runs parallel with 71. Uh, State Route 71. There's a, there's a man. He is a crime fighter. Oh, we're, oh my God. He's an Elvis impersonator, <laughs> and his name is Billy Cash. Billy um, Cash. Yeah. This man, he, he patrols the alleys, uh, roads, just any path he can find. He's, he's out late. He's out early. Uh, and um, basically, he just tries to, like, make sure the peace is kept or something. But... Um, He's a, sometimes he's a vigilante. Yeah, sometimes sometimes too much, and uh, <laughs> there's there's been occasions where uh, people have had to call the police on him because he'll like just linger around businesses until they close and within businesses. Um, and he, you know, he expresses that he's only there to keep them safe and and protect them, but at the same time he's kind of threatening. So like, <laughs> I think he has anger issues and stuff. Um, that's my. Yeah, that's my real-life badass, I guess. Okay. Um, that was a good one. <laughs> Channel 10 did a story on him in Columbus. I'm trying to find the audio for his interview. <laughs> I think I have it. Hold on. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening for the audio of Billy Cash. Oh, it's pretty... Oh. And in Clintonville, he's run across many and says, don't let his appearance fool you. Then they ask me, who are you? And I go, I'm your worst nightmare. Get out of the car. Cash doesn't like it when people try to take what's not theirs or leave their ugly marks behind. I just hate this kind of stuff, you know? The reality is that we found over the years that he's been around that the graffiti has gone down is a big problem for us <laughs> often having to repaint all over these buildings actually and uh and just less trouble generally right next to the movie theater is an apartment complex here that cash claims was notorious for drug activity and prostitution <laughs> oh something he claims to have helped combat with numerous calls to police over the years and i Erased. <laughs> In other words, got him kicked out. Cash says he will. <laughs> All right, so yeah, there you go. He's a he's a real celebrity here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, that's great. Yeah, there you go. That's my that's my real life badass. Real life badass. The All crime right, my, uh, my real life badass. So I lived in uh, Leadville, Colorado, actually, with with my brother brother Cream here uh, yeah. for a time, and uh, I lived out there from 2005 to 2008. So about three years uh, almost exactly three years and Leadville is a wild west town <laughs> it is the highest city in Colorado no pun intended and it has a, a booming bustling wild west history they have a festival every year called boom days where they recreate a bunch of fun wild west situations using friendly competition so they have a burrow race where you run a, I believe it's a 5k with a burrow which is a horse-donkey hybrid that can't reproduce. Wrap your heads around that. It's another, like, is that another Seth reference, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Seems right. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, have, they have one competition where you, you push, a, you push a, uh, a cart of rocks, and you, uh, down to the end of Main Street, you unload the cart of rocks, you reload the cart of rocks, and you push it back down, and you have to do that, like, ten times. And uh, anyway, awesome Wild West town. I mentioned the saloon in the last episode where uh, Doc Holliday reportedly 
um, was playing poker, and a guy walked in the bar that owed him five dollars. And Doc Holliday ran out of out of the bar, chased him across the street, and shot the guy right there. And now there's a breakfast restaurant called Holidays, <laughs> where that guy died. Um, and there's also a, you know there's bullet holes in the in the in the saloon walls and just a lot of history there. Um, so uh, one of the big aristocrats back in the this would be the 1870s was a guy named Haw Tabor. And Haw Tabor was, uh, he was, uh, his family was related to the Rockefellers and they were just extremely wealthy. He built an opera house um, and uh, he was quickly buy, buying up mines. So I'm going to Tarantino this. We're going to go back in time. And my real life badass, his name is Chicken Bill. And Chicken Bill <laughs> was, I, I wish they'd make a movie about this, but Chicken Bill was like this uh, entrepreneur that uh, was, uh, I guess looking for a looking for a, a one-up in life wherever he could find it, and so he had the, he had the idea that he was going to get a bunch of chickens to Leadville, and that he was going to sell all these chickens because there was never chicken. They ne- they were there was a there was a lot of military folks there called the Tenth Mountain Division. There were a lot of miners there, a lot of cowboys. There was a whorehouse. There just wasn't a lot of uh, a lot of things to choose from food wise so he was like if i can get chicken into leadville i'm gonna be rich i'm gonna have money coming out my ears and so uh he decided that he was going to get a bunch of chickens over uh what's called independence pass which is the highest paved road in the united states from aspen to leadville and so he has a wagon he has all these chickens on the wagon he's going over the the pass and uh there's a there's a a deadly storm a winter storm kind of comes out of nowhere and uh, it freezes the horses. <laughs> this is how the story goes. So the horses die in this winter storm. They freeze <laughs> like while walking over this pass. And here's Chicken Bill, and he has all these chickens. And chickens are they're foul, F-O-W-L, not like our ox in the phone number. Uh, and uh, as long as they're moving, they can generate heat. So it's it's really hard to kind of kill birds with uh, with cold weather, I guess. And so the chickens are fine, Chicken Bill is fine, and they kind of honker down. And he decides, like, I gotta get, I'm almost there, you know, I'm, at, I'm he's close to the top of the pass. I just need to go downhill, I need to get to Leadville. So he decides he's gonna shepherd, like herd these chickens <laughs> down the hill. So he lets them all out of their cages, the storms let up slightly, and uh, he starts herding chickens down the hill towards Leadville, <laughs> just hollering at these chickens and trying to get them all together. And, uh, Lo and behold, the storm kicks back up, and I guess it was so bad this time that um, it froze and killed a lot of the chickens. And so, uh, <laughs> and so uh, um, now he has all these dead chickens. <laughs> so he, he loads them all up, and he comes into Leadville, and he sells all these dead frozen chickens. And he acts like, oh, look, they're frozen. They're fresh. You know, all this stuff. Oh, wow. So then he goes, he gets into Leadville, and he's, he realizes, like, well, mining's the way to go. So he takes all his money from the chickens, and he, buy, he buys this little mine, and uh, no one has found any gold in it. And uh, he gets all these guys, and he, he promises, hey, listen, there's silver. It's a silver mine. And he promises all these guys all these riches, um, and I know there's silver in this mine. You know, I need you to just, uh, I just need you to go for it, you know. And so he gets all these guys, and they dig and dig and dig, and he's out of money, and these guys are like, when are you going to pay us? And eventually he just says, ah, you know, get out of here. So what he does, John, is he takes a shotgun, 
he loads it up with a little bit of silver that he had and he goes into the back of mine and just starts shooting silver into the walls of the mine to oh, make shit. it look like there's silver wow. in the mine right to make it look like <laughs> ooh this is a this is a mine ready to pop promising and so yeah he goes and he sells the mine he's like oh look this is a silver mine you know um i ran out of money couldn't pay my workers i need someone to take it off my hands and the guy that buys it was Ha Tabor, the guy I talked to you about in the beginning of the story. Yeah. So Ha Tabor buys it. He's wealthy already. He buys the right dudes. And within two days, they find the largest silver vein ever found oh. in the state of Colorado. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And that became the Matchless Mine. Um, which is now a famous tourist attraction in Leadville. There's a lot of ghost stories associated with it, and I could go on. Um, Real-life story, though, so the hill in which Chicken Bill brought the chickens down is now called Chicken Hill, (laughs) and it's like a big party spot in Leadville. There used to be a lot of bonfires and um, concerts and, you know, fun Leadville hippie activities. Yeah, yeah. And uh, me and Jordan and Seth Oglesby... um, went to this uh went to this party on chicken hill it's a big bonfire and there was some band up on the stage and there's always like that one hula hoop girl off to the side and like it was like your classic like jam band kind of hippie party and the band is passing out acid (laughs) they're passing out strips of acid to everyone in the crowd lsd um, lsd yeah and uh we didn't take any but there was this girl (laughs) There was this girl who definitely took some. <laughs> and she was having a moment. You know, I don't know if anyone here has done psychedelics. They might be decriminalized here in the, the lovely state of Colorado. But uh, psychedelics uh, uh, make you really get into stuff. And this girl was, we were leaving the party. We're like, let's get at it. Let's blow this popsicle stand, you know. We're walking away from the party. And huddled in the bush is this girl. <laughs> And she is just really into this bush, just examining every little leaf and like her face is kind of buried in it. And I believe we used to tell the story that she was bottomless, but I don't know if that was actually true. But she, <laughs> <laughs> but so so Jordan Jordan Shaquille, he goes he goes up to her like right up to her face. This really happened, and he goes deedly 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 deedly. <laughs> It's a dick move, Jordan. It's and a she dick just, move. She looked at him like someone had told her that her her brother isn't gonna make it home from the war, sweetie. Like she just looked oh like my she God. was heartbroken. Oh no! And she ran off into the darkness, <laughs> never to be wow. seen again. Wow. I guess it could be responsible for the serious physical injury of, or death of this w- poor woman. Yes. Have you thought about that? Yeah, her name was Ashley. No, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah, the chicken bill is definitely my... I think he's a bad... He tried, right? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, um, they, uh, they made... So there was a series in the 1960s called Death, Death Valley Days where they made a chicken bill episode. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I, as you were talking about it, I was just trying to like research it a little bit, and uh, yeah, Chicken Bill Lovell is in there, and then uh, Don Haggerty plays the role of uh, Tabor. He's uh, Horace Tabor is his, his oh, are name. Are you serious? This was like a real thing? Yeah, and I, you should look it up probably if if you're way into the story. 
Uh, it's a. It looks like a TV show. Death Valley Days is the show. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. This is a radio and television anthology. Stories oh, wow. of the old American West. Um, maybe we. Maybe you could find some sound bites from that. That to play would be kind of cool. Episode. We yeah. could. Uh, we could release that as a as an exclusive. The 1967 episode is titled Chicken Bill, and it stars um, Dub Taylor and uh, Don Haggerty. What? Or, where I'm do sorry, I know Haggerty. Where do I know Don Haggerty from? Was he a Was he an Andy Don, Griffith guy? Don Haggerty. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds familiar. Um. All right. Well, hey, quick, quick show update. Quick show update, everybody at home. So, uh, um. And and we have we have we have some fun listeners right now. Thank you for our Mixler listeners and for everyone that's chiming in. We got a uh, uh, Hugh Glass was a badass. <laughs> that's what Nighthawk said. Okay, who's that? that? I don't know, but I agree with it. Sounds him. like a badass with that kind of name. That or he sounds like Jan's made-up boyfriend. Could could go either oh, way. <laughs> nice a little Brady Bunch pool. <laughs> um, so. You know, Red Dead Redemption is um, it, it the it's it's the hype is kind of over. Um, we love the game. We're going to still talk about the game, and we are hoping and uh, based on Grand Theft Auto Five, they're going to be adding a lot to the online content. But we're not going to we're you know if there's not news about Red Dead, we're not going to talk about it. So um, we are going to be focusing a little bit more on kind of video games and pop culture at large. And again, um, if you have any big ideas or another game that you'd like us to go deep into, please let us know. Um, Creamy, I know Anthem is coming out, and the more and more I hear about this thing, um, I'm kind of getting excited about it. Um, I just listened to an IGN review of it today, um, and they said it was uh, one of the most, it was really easy to pick up. And uh, it, the, the flying felt like the best flying that they have ever done in a video game, and that. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So I think that could be one that we, we might talk about a little bit more. But this was always part of the plan. Um, that's why Rad Dad Redemption is meant to turn into Rad Dad Radio. And maybe it might turn into something else. I don't know. That kind of depends on you guys. And it depends on us, Cream. Yeah, I'm, I'm game on. I, um, I think at, at this podcast core, it's, uh, you know, 40%. Uh, what it's like to be a dad who wants to play video games and then 60% like we want to talk about video games um, and then we'll sprinkle in some movies and, and some other fun games and trivia as well um, there's, there's so many games and you know I'm, I'm positive that uh, going on into the future there will be episodes where yeah, we'll we just 100% go hard on Red Dead yeah. because they will they'll it's Rockstar they're going to treat it like they did um Grand Theft Auto, I assume, and, and there there should be big drops and new game modes and uh, perhaps more story things like that. So um, we just like games and uh, and we're dads. So yeah, um, yeah. So hang in there with us. This is an exciting project. Six episodes in. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see where it takes us, and I'm excited to kind of um, dive deeper into the world of games at large instead of just looking for searching and pining for red dead redemption news um we'll be able to talk about some other things so if there are things out there that you want to get updated on if you have ideas for us you can email us at rad dad radio one at gmail.com you can also text us at 970 foul ox four 
970-368-5694. And we're everywhere on social media and in podcast world, so you can just look us up there as well. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So good transition from that is Rockstar is already working on a new game. Um, Say what? They made a, an announcement at their, um, I guess they have a quarterly like shareholders meeting, and they made an announcement that they are starting formally starting work on a new game um and the best guess that we have based on a job description that they posted is that it is a next generation console title um now everyone knows that ps5 is around the corner um people think that could be as early as next christmas um and then xbox is on um schedule for probably a 2020 release of a new console um they already have code names for it xbox scarlet and xbox anaconda which no one knows xbox avocado i heard that one tossed around on reddit cream frige cream frige is another one yep yes pig pony is the one i'm most curious about Pig pony xbox pig pony 4 could be good Pony 4 yep they updated it (laughs) yeah so um what do you think they're working on (laughs) i mean we know they're not they're probably not working on a red dead though um they legendarily talk about how Red Dead 2 was being written while Red Dead 1 was uh, was being finished. So they were already working on 2 before 1 um, was even finished. So yeah. they very well could be working on a Red Dead 3. Um, they probably are working on a GTA 6, but they talked about that they don't think society can handle a GTA 6 right now. Yeah. Um, I, I would say they'd go, maybe they would go future, but then like Cyberpunk 2077 is coming yeah, out this gonna, year. That's definitely has market share on that whole and, genre. And, and I agree with, you know, maybe it's too soon for, uh, a Grand Theft Auto six. Um, boy, it's wide open, isn't it? I mean, they made a table tennis game. I mean, who yeah. knows what, who knows what they're making? Uh, well, it could so be something me- low key too. It could be just like a small maybe yeah. adventure or like some some kind of rpg game or something i don't know i think that would be cool i think um i mean there are so many fantasy rpgs out there but i would just love to see rockstar's take on uh, just imagine everything that we've seen with red dead 2 but in a fantasy world with magic instead of guns and air you know you know maybe that's the game right like a fantasy type setting but uh, it would have to be a unique it would have to have a weird because Rockstar they're creative people, you know what I mean? Right. And, oh yeah. Because GTA is kind of like yeah, their and they parody game. Some, yeah, and they wouldn't and Rock, do something safe. And Red Dead's safe. like their brutally real game. Like they have yeah. both ends of the spectrum. Right. Um, kind of covered from a storytelling perspective, but. But they wouldn't know, just take it, the they wouldn't just take the safe route, you know what I mean? It would have to be something um, sort of ballsy and something headliney, you know? Like it would. But uh, but I think fantasy is a safe bet. Um, that or you go like pre prehistorical, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Far Cry Primal comes to mind, but like maybe some survival game or something yeah. like that. Well, that, that could be really cool. Again, so I don't know if yeah. they would do like a pirate thing. That was Ubisoft's got the new Skull and Bones coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, looking at their their kind of their their properties, their IPs, their intellectual properties here, I think I think a bully game could potentially work if they wanted to do Ooh. like a. 
yeah. a bully game. Um, 20, 2020 bully with like online bullying and stuff like that. You'd spend most of your time getting bullied on your Instagram people. account and Facebook <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Sending gifts to people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that would work actually. Um, they did Midnight Club, which is a racing game, which I don't know if there's really room for another. I mean, I feel like Forza has kind of got that unlock right now. Um, and Grand, then, Gran Turismo. Yeah, we got our racing games. We're all set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a table tennis game. Like, I don't think that'll happen. Um, yeah, I'd like it'll to be... see him get into the VR uh play space i think that would be cool there i mean it sounds crazy but uh ubisoft and a couple other big big triple a developers have started to flirt with um developing vr uh ips and stuff so i mean that would be amazing uh there's a mod right now for the oculus um and htc it's a it's the gta 5 but they have a vr mod for it so you mm. can play first person uh vr gta 5 um Whoa. Yeah, kind of crazy. You know what strip would work really well? The strip well club is a little more uh, oh, yeah. involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some titties in your face. Yeah. I think uh, I think L.A. Noir would be a cool update for VR. They did it. Oh, well, there They you go. totally did it. That's hilarious <laughs> that you said that. Um, yeah, if that's the one I'm thinking of, wasn't that... Yeah, that was... Yeah. Totally yeah. have a VR version on Steam right now. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see what they're working on. Um, I can't really think of anything that hasn't been done. I think that's uh, that is probably the tricky thing with like games now. But I mean, look at The Witcher. The Witcher worked in a fantasy world, and they kind of created their own rules, and um, and it works. Like it doesn't. It, and and I and I know people that play Elder Scrolls and Witcher, and both love both differently. You know, so yeah, I think that's my vote. Something on the fantasy side, or imagine like a like a Van Helsing game, Rockstar Van Helsing game, where you're like a you're hunting down werewolves and vampires and just a bunch of <laughs> I don't know macabre stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, so. Top three. Top, 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 top three. Top three. <laughs> top three. Top three. Um, so, Creamy, you came up with this one. You want to talk a little bit about it? So, yeah, we were just talking about branching out the podcast and not just scouring the internet for every little scrap of uh, Red Dead Redemption news we could find. Um, which, you know, saying all that, like, I still have a lot of campaign to complete. And as, as I go through that, we'll definitely... Um, spoil and go through each chapter of the campaign uh, in future episodes. So look forward to that for sure. But uh, this top three, I wanted to look back. I wanted to go uh, go nostalgia and uh, just choose. Uh, yeah, name our top three games um, that I don't know. You just get those warm, fuzzy feelings in your chest bones where uh, you look back and you think about a, a simpler time, perhaps on your on your you know your shag carpet you're on your knees right inches from the screen just blown away uh you know a c- couple uh couple joysticks in your hands and you're just yeah raging out with your brothers mom and dad went to work we're home alone let's fire up the old sega genesis the super nintendo uh the playstation uh let's have some fun um uh, yeah all right uh so yeah top three um uh, sort of nostalgic games okay. fa- top old school favorite games what do you got you want to start yeah i'll start it off um 
So, my, uh, my number three is a little game called Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> oh, for Nintendo? It was an NES game, and uh, it was based on Jaws 4 with Michael Caine, Michael Caine, he, Michael Caine and Chief Brody's wife. Uh, go, they escape to the Caribbean because the Jaws is clear, clearly hunting the Brody family down. Um, the, you know, uh, the, the dad was killed. Uh, the, the sons were killed. So the mom, um, she runs down to the Bahamas with Michael Caine. Hello, this is Michael Caine. A shark tooth the size of a tangerine, isn't it? A shark tooth the size of a tangerine. <laughs> That's pretty good. When I look at a script, I look for my character's name on the first page <laughs> of the script and the last page of the script. If I don't see my character's name, I don't take the fucking job. <laughs> That's a good Michael K. Uh, it's Patreon, guys. Just check us out. Rad Dad Radio on Patreon. Patreon. You don't want to throw Joel some more money, man. That's some. You're not getting Mike, this on other pods. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Um. Anyway, so the game. It's the most of the game is kind of a, I guess, a drop down Galaga style. Like, uh, you're a scuba diver and you're shooting uh, uh, various sea threats jellyfish and uh little sharks and things like that and then every once in a while you hear the music and in, in, in midi <laughs> like dun 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 and then josh shows up and you have to like you can't kill him obviously you have to fend off kind of keep him away from you and then uh after you go through several levels like that you eventually get to the final stage where you're in a boat with a mast and you are trying to jab the boat into the jumping shark which is exactly what happened at the end of Jaws 4. <laughs> That's how they kill the shark. They stab it with a boat. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta stab a shark. You gotta stab yeah. a big fish. Michael Caine behind the wheel of the boat. I'm stabbing a shark. How many times have you seen that movie? Me? Be you know, it's funny. I don't think I've seen it that much, but I'm surprised okay. with how much I'm actually remembering right now. Okay, because I've never <laughs> seen it, and I think I need to check it out now. <laughs> you definitely. Will you make How Maggie the hell did they get Michael Caine? I guess he was he not big shit back then. He, well, he was no, always he, big he, shit. No, this was right before he had done Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which is when he kind of blew up. Okay. I'm gonna say eighty-five, probably. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, that's my number three. Sorry for diving it's good. deep. That's a good Jaws, one. We played but... the shit out of that when we were little, and I had a, a hell of a time getting to that end game. I know you could do it, but like, I was, um, yeah, it was a hard game trying to just figure out the systems of like. Remember, it's I mean, you had to manage your clunky. oxygen tanks and all that, and yeah, um, yeah. I'd like good to game. play it again on like a emulator or something, see if it holds up. Yeah, good pick. Um, Mine is uh, Sonic 2 on Sega Genesis. Oh, Sonic and Tails. Yeah, the the Christmas that we unwrapped that, that was like... Sega! Super memorable. Yeah, getting it hooked yeah. up to the old console TV. Um, basically, we had been Nintendo children our entire lives, and if if you're a, you know in, the, in your 30s uh, like these old dads, then you remember firing up a Sega Genesis or going to a friend's house and playing Sega Genesis and how much faster everything was. Um, do you remember? Like, Because Mario's kind of like a, oh, you know, walk across the map, hit Mario, but it was still pretty slow. But it was still pretty slow. Uh, Sonic and 2 was the first one I'd ever played. 
that was just like you can tear through this whole map if you want to and take hit all the loops and get your rings and you know uh fight some robotnik at, at the end um yeah fi a fine game i remember that jaw dropping like wow like whoa video games are sick i mean now if you look at them now it's just kind of like oh god it's trash but um also the soundtrack got me got me pretty lit up i, I really like the uh no i don't are you playing it now yeah <laughs> no we gotta figure right. out our podcast i can't oh, i can't hear audio from your side i know <laughs> Are you still playing it? Um, no, it's a, it's. I just played the. It's funny when you're singing that song. It was right along with the actual song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sonic was good, man. Sonic was your number three. Okay. My number two. God, this is hard. I'm gonna say my number two is Super Mario Brothers three. Yep. Um best game you my parent no you're our, right our parents did a pretty cool thing which i can't wait to do this with my kids someday but uh they knew we wanted that game and um I, we didn't grow up with a lot of money guys let's be honest here okay we're, we're humble humble men and we know uh, the taste of government cheese all right we knew the taste of when government <laughs> peanut butter was a big yeah. deal <laughs> very and now it's hilarious because you go to whole foods and it's the same shit it's real oily like pulls <laughs> yeah, you're of oil. right you're totally right we probably we were, were actually living stuff. large back then you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> <laughs> um but uh we had asked for it and we had gone through all the presents and uh there was no uh there's no video games you know and uh there's one box left, and it was big. It was like a large cube. And uh, we start opening it, and inside of it is another box. And we open that, and as you, you guys can probably imagine, it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then uh, there it was, Super Mario Brothers 3. And <clears throat> I don't think Super we Super Mario Brothers 3 Nesting Doll Edition. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And... Uh, we played the shit out of that game, and we hot seated it. You know, we took lot, we took yeah, turns, right. and yeah, right. No, I know. No, you were a savage. You got to play video games when when Joel was sleeping. That's when you were allowed <laughs> to play the Nintendo. He was the worst. Listeners, you have no idea. This kid had a major complex growing up. He's leveled out over the years, but when he was a child, I don't know if you've seen the movie, um, uh, The Good Son, or uh, or if you've seen a movie called The Omen. This is basically my brother we're talking about. This man had problems growing up. Damien. I don't know if they hugged him too much or What's not wrong, enough. Damien? <laughs> it's all for you, Damien. <laughs> it's all for you, Damien. Um, yeah. I wasn't that bad. These guys were assholes, too. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure when we got to the final boss, we prayed. We took a second to pray to uh, Jesus of Naz Nazareth. and uh, we, were raised, we were raised Catholic. Uh, I think for both... Joel and myself. The I think the first thing we did after confirmation was uh, never went back to church again, <laughs> um, and then we figured it out on our own. Um, but yeah, uh, it wasn't we prayed. Um, the super shark he would demand that demand um, prayer. Yeah, that that <laughs> me and uh, my younger brother uh, Jordan Shaquille 
would uh, would pray that he would be able to solve. You remember that eighth map? Wasn't it a maze? You had to go through a series of pipes and yeah, just and the you right had to way. remember the yeah. doors. Yeah. Yeah. And so so we would pray to Jesus um, that our our brother would be able to defeat you know that that map and that challenge and 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 beat the game. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure that Jesus answered our answered our prayers. I think you did it. <laughs> yeah, I did. So I beat maybe it. you, you know, I, I think you beat it. So yeah, I beat it. It worked. So maybe we're maybe we should rethink things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fucked. It's up. just a fun game. And then of course there's like WizKid the movie, which was like the best teaser to that game because it was like oh. what he's playing a new Mario game. Freddy Savage is playing it. He and he also played right. autistic without ever being a, called autistic. Let's be honest, right? Did he act autistic in the movie? I don't remember. He was remember real it that quiet well. and kind of weird. I just remember they were riding in the back of a truck. They were like running away, trying to get to this video game tournament with the power glove. Yes, that was the entire film, and then they yeah. finally make it there. Does he it's... ever get a um, hook up with that girl, or are they too young? No, I think she was taking kindly to his mental. Ah, his, she was helping his out situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's um, my number two. Yeah. I left all Mario games off of my uh, off of my list just on on principle. It's like sort of a gimme, you know. Like yeah, of course, of course, Mario three is on your list. Uh, <laughs> but however, I went with Duck Hunt for my number two. Duck Hunt. Yeah, Duck Hunt. Um, dude, that game is awesome. Do you remember being little and being like, "What? I just aimed this plastic at my screen and fire away," and that that dog was so annoying. And um, I was I was also really into the. Uh, skeet shooting side of that game. Uh huh. And then um, when I was in high school, um, we still had I still had my Nintendo and or the family Nintendo, and I had a soccer injury, and they put me on some pretty strong pain medication. Oh yeah. I had like a Percocet or something. Subdermal hematoma or something. It was this really weird thing where I was like, I I took a hit in soccer, and then like my leg bled inside like near the bone or something and so this pressure was Yikes. building up inside of my leg and it was this horrible pain and um i ended up going to the hospital and they basically like relieved the pressure they like drained the blood out of it and and were able to you know get me out of there and but then they put me on this this medication which i'm positive was way too powerful for you know a young boy a, a young yeah, lad a 15 year old lad and so I, I remember I got a week out of school and for some reason I had, I mean, I had, um, what my PlayStation, I had some better consoles and stuff then, but I, all I did was play duck hunt on the couch in the, in our finished basement. Do you remember in the, at the cost Roadhouse? And, uh, uh -huh. yeah, that's all I did. My friends would come over and they would bring me subway and I would just, I just, I mean, I, it was the highest that, I had ever gotten that game. I think I hit like level 39 or 40, which for me was pretty good. I'm sure it's not the world record, but that's all I did was shoot shoot that screen. With, and uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Duck Hunt. You remember that? When I mean, and then here's the shame: if you ever try to play Duck Hunt or hook your Nintendo up again, doesn't work. You well, gotta have a CRT. I'm glad you said that because yeah. um, <clears throat> recently there's well there's a rumor that the Nintendo Classic 2 is going to be announced, and that Nintendo has found a way to make the light gun work so that'll nice. be the new like killer app is the nice. light gun um we'll be back did you also know do you remember we i remember this but seth rogan made a big deal about this a couple weeks ago um if the if you give the second person controller 
um, they to can your buddy. The ducks. Yeah. You can control the ducks. I totally kind remember of. It's doing like that. a loose control, but it was like a way that more than one one person could play. Yeah, yeah really cool. participate. Yeah, I remember doing that, but apparently that was like mind blowing for a lot of people. Yeah, man. All right, my number one. I hated that dog too. Yeah, yeah, he was a bitch. Well, she was a bitch. Yeah. Um, my number one most nostalgic game. I'm gonna play a little song. Oh, you can't hear it. It's fine. You can still play it. Play it for the listeners. I'll sit here like an idiot. I'm gonna turn it up, listeners. Sing along with it, Joel, so I know. You should be able to hear it, man. Well, should is a funny word. Alright, it's, it's got some lead-in music. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's got a drum. Some rolling drums. It's building. Carnage rules! Hell yeah. yeah. Carnage, Ooh. maximum carnage, baby. Sega that's, Genesis. That's my number one. <laughs> Doppelganger, Easily. Spider-Man, Shriek. And I think that brought a lot of peace carnage, and harmony to our Venom. family because you could play at the same time. You could be Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. Just, and uh, then it also released and uh, coincided with the release of Green Jelly's uh, 333 album. Or no, was that one just called Maximum Carnage? It was called Maximum Carnage, yep. Which oh, was oh, also dude. the first CD, compact disc, that I ever purchased. So it's got like double nostalgia for that reason. Dude. I Well, we had the... We had the... Um, the cassette of it though didn't we oh the album was we might have had the cassette it might have been a cassette all right so listen the album was called 333 um track listings carnage rules orange number two orange crunch slave boy in your sleep i (laughs) bring you down um Pinata Head, Fixation, The Bear Song. Everyone remembers The Bear Song. The you can bear find went that over up. the mountain yeah. to see what he could see. Hey! Hey! Um, you can find little that Little pig, <laughs> little pig, let me in. <laughs> what the hell am I chin, chin, chin. Different album, but awesome. And then yeah. they did that one. It was uh, Slave Boy, which was sort Slave of a... Slave Boy. Yeah. yeah. It was like a joke on um, B-52's Love Shack, and I hate that song, so yeah, I'm really weird. happy... I'm really happy that that song exists. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the the B-52 Love Shack song for a bunch of reasons. What are you talking about, John? (laughs) No, that song is gross. It's about um, a... It's a condom breaking. It's a shack where people go to, like, have sex on the side of the road. Yeah. Horrible. It's a horrible song. It's horrible. Tin Roof is rusted, so it makes makes it sound like no one's keeping it up. You know what that means, though, right? I don't know. Apparently that's uh, an old phrase. Deviated for like, septum. Yes. It's really? Someone, yeah, someone that has a nasal drip constantly. Oh wow. No, it, it means like your condom. <laughs> oh, broke. I thought you were. I thought you were saying that was what it was. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I guess cocaine was big at the time. Tin roof rusted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, man. maximum carnage, dude. Uh, we had so much fun. Just we could play it together, and one person dies, you rotate the next brother in. 
you could pull in other heroes like Black Cat or that was where I first learned about Cloak and Dagger, which are like some of my favorite characters now. They actually they have their own a, book now, yeah. They have their own series now. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just awesome, man. Um, it's probably one of the best, first best Spider-Man games out there. So, um, And they yeah, did like the 16-bit version of the the theme like from green jelly it was like soundtrack by green jelly <laughs> oh man yeah like that was that's a, a good number deal. one that was a selling selling point good number one yeah all right uh my number one i feel like it's debatable but i still have nostalgia for it um i was in high school and it's uh halo combat evolved hell yeah i I have played all of those games, and the release of all of those games have been somewhat of a holiday in our in our circle. Um, especially once two and three came out. Um, but yeah, such a such an amazing game. Um, it was something that again you 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 would play split screen, so it brought people together on mm-hmm. one screen. Or uh, that eventually all led into us buying extra TVs and equipment to set up uh, land, land parties. parties. And I remember when we all worked at a summer camp in Clarksville, Ohio, we took their giant multi-purpose room and we had like two projectors set up, blasting that up on a wall that, you know, that was like TVs, a yeah. 20 foot, yeah, 20 foot screen. And then we, um, I had my 32 inch sharp and then Carl uh, came down for one of those. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, yeah. And we just had a bunch of people set up, um, playing playing the shit out of some halo uh blood gulch uh capture the flag uh you got your uh, uh prisoners uh rocket mode um that was some of my favorite times man that was like because listen xbox live is great but the feeling of running across the room and punching somebody <laughs> because they yep. just sniped you that's a yep. special the feeling <laughs> or, or just the joy you get when you hear them scream across yes. the room Darius. Oh, you got me, you motherfucker. Dr. Darius. Yeah, yeah he was and my favorite. And, and you're just like, you just sort of smirk to yourself and then look for the next kill on the map. Uh, the, you could max out at 16 on um, uh, four Xboxes. And we and, would do that. We would totally four, get four, to 16. Yeah. yeah, four players on each on each team. Um, that led to um, basically what Xbox Live became, With which Halo was called... Two. Yeah, yeah, it was called Xbox. I believe Xbox Connect was the server that you could connect to, and basically mm-hmm. just trick your Xbox into thinking that, was that it was connected thing. to yeah. a LAN party. Yeah, it was. So you'd have to go through PC and you'd have to run the software, but you could connect to other players that had a, a reasonable ping, and you could play other players that you didn't know from your living room, um, and we would go split screen. And this was when we moved into the apartment that you used to live in, in Upper Arlington in Columbus. Yeah. And, uh, yep. And, uh, me, Zane, Kevin, Jordan, uh, man, we, some some really fun nights. Um, (laughs) when, before we moved up to Columbus, Jordan and I, we had wired, uh, just a, uh, like a two way ethernet cable through the uh, heating ducts so that each of our Xbox we were connected and we could play um we could play each other through the ceiling basically like our rooms were right on top of each other oh, <laughs> which yeah, didn't that was really so sick it didn't really make any sense like if we were smart we would have just set them both up in the same room you know like with a divider <laughs> so we could see each other's screen but there was something cool about playing in separate rooms <laughs> um and then um 
I mean, yeah, it was just once that all that all led to Halo Two, and and the rest is history. We played some. Uh, you were you weren't on. Uh, was it Saturday night? But me, the Golden Bear, and Kevin Shaw, we went hard on some Halo Five. Oh, nice uh, man, Guardians. Yeah, John, and, uh, Golden Hill, Golden Hill, Golden Bear yeah. told me a little bit about that. Yeah, and so uh, our buddy Kevin, he plays online as new janitor. I mean, he's just he's just really good at that game. He's also really good at Rocket League. Um, oh, and God. he, I gotta, uh, I got a segue real quick. I have been playing Rocket League all week long trying to get better because i used to be really good at that game and it's really frustrating because i used to beat kevin shaw on the reg and uh yeah so i'm getting ready i'm there's going to be a, a live pay-per-view one-on-one super shark versus the new <laughs> that's <janitor. right. laughs> and gonna i'm gonna crushed. put i'm gonna i'm gonna put something on the line i, I don't know what it is maybe uh, don't do that no maybe we'll you're do gonna a, lose Joel, you're gonna lose like a public flashing for the loser. <laughs> you, know. you, you have to show. Listen, yeah. part of being a rad dad is not. You have to show your copperhead at a Wendy's no. drive-thru. I part, don't know, something like being, that. Part of being a rad dad is not being in jail, all right? Not, you can't not show being your a dick sex offender. to people. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the time is like for something like that, but I'm sure you'd be out of the house for a while. Um, 16 months. <laughs> I don't know. know. You looked it up. <laughs> um, so, so we're playing. Uh, we're playing Halo, and uh, they they used to split the seasons up by uh, month, and mm-hmm. now it's I think it's just a little broader uh, for to allow, give you more time to sort of level your character up, and um, now it's just like when we were playing, it was uh, we were playing ranked Slayer, and it was like 2019 winter season, so it might be just like maybe three or four months or something, but um, we were qualifying. And we were, I mean, we didn't win, we didn't lose, but like maybe one or two matches in the maybe dozen games we played. And so, so we qualify, which if you played Halo 5, you know, you got to play 10 matches to qualify. So you get your actual rank for that season, which your rank can go up or down depending on how you play. Um, I got gold four, which is pretty standard for me. My goal is platinum one. It's happened like once in my life, and it was a it was a big deal. Um, Kevin qualifies. Do you want to know what he got? Onyx. No, it's like yeah, it was like Diamond Three or Shut something. Up. I was like, you son of a bitch, dude. He played a he played a match where he he went, I think thirty two and six or something. Oh like God. it was just like and, See, and these are the not... opposite of most people. Like under <laughs> pressure, I feel like Kevin. In a video game world, he yeah. does great. I feel like that's why he was so good at online poker. But in the real world, Kevin Shaw, you crumble. Oh, I hope he's listening to this. I love it. You better let's get text that. him. Let's New get Jander. that. Mixer.com. Yeah. Let's get that. Uh, Rad Dad Radio. Let's get that pay-per-view going for Rocket League. Watch watch my brother get embarrassed. I'm excited. I'm going to crush him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do the, we'll do a promo video. <laughs> Have to. No, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting back into the old, the old swing of things. Rocket League is not like a bike. It's not like one of those games you can pick up and just be like you were before. It definitely takes some tuning up. Yeah. So if any of you, uh, any of you fine gentlemen out there want to help, help me, uh, reach, reach peak T, holler, <laughs> holler at your boy. Um, creams. You know what I'm excited for? 
I don't the know. glass movie. <laughs> this is totally not oh, in our dude. show notes, but I was no, just thinking too. about it. No, every time I see an ad, I'm like, yep, want to see it. I'm ready. I'm stoked for it, and uh, I've always been root- secretly rooting for Shyamalama Ding, Ding Dong, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I I remember me and Jordan saw Signs twice. <laughs> Everyone hates nights. that movie, too. Everyone shits on that movie. I'm like, you're wrong. That movie's uh-huh. awesome. No, well, we had real aliens in our yard as kids. It's true. That's true. Our brother is proof of that. He can tell you about it. I'm not going to disclose that information. It's sensitive. Um, let's just say we found metal in, under his skin and stuff. But listen, <laughs> it's real. Science is <laughs> probably one. We should do that top three. Top three Shyamalama Ding Dong movies. <laughs> Dude, I might be one of the seven people on the planet that kind of like the movie uh, Village. Yeah, I know I like there's holes. You know what? Know, it's better on know, a second watch years later. Yeah, I know there's plot holes, all right? Don't get mad at me, but it's a cool movie, man. That monster scares me. Yeah. I like um, Devil, the elevator movie. That was a yeah, good one, too. Yeah, fun. That's, I, I didn't know that was him until I finished it, and I was like, what? They kept that the one secret. Got, dude, that one got shit all over, too. But I think once you know it's him, everyone's like... The visit. The, the visit's good, too, with the yeah. kids and the grandparents, and that's him as well. I think I saw that one. That's a really good one. That's what we that can one. agree. We can agree. Lady in the Water sucked. We can agree the happening sucked. Uh, yeah, both Lady in the Water it sucked. It could have been better, but I mean, yeah. G- Giamatti can only take a movie so far. Like because he's in it, it's kind of charming, but but then G- it, it, G- it just falls G- apart. G- 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 John, I don't think you understand. He really <laughs> acted his ass off in that movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm I'm agreeing. He has a stutter in the film, guys. I'm okay. I'm I, was, I was just thinking back. I was like, did I stutter really hard just then? Or is he making fun of me? I don't think I did. <laughs> no, no you did. I miss that? <laughs> All right. Um, next, I have trivia for you, John. So you have done so well Finally. At, at providing some trivia that I have created some trivia for you. Listeners at home, please participate. We know there's a delay. Um, I think we should do, John, this is what I was thinking. We should do a listener's cup. And I'll tell you what I have. For the Listener's Cup, I have a very special, very exclusive, Red Dead collapsible shot glass. So Ooh, what else I got thinking? one of those for Christmas. That thing's yeah, cool, did. by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all my boys got one. Um, but I have an extra one. And so I was thinking, we'll do a Listener's Cup. So that would mean currently... Um, because Jordan has earned a gold bar in person, I don't think he qualifies for the Listener's Cup. What do you think? Or does he get to play in both games? I think that's fine. Yeah, okay. I think he can okay. play. So that means Ventrilofart... What? Ventrilofart has one. Nighthawk has one. You have one. And I have one. Is that right? I don't think I don't think I have any gold. I have the scoreboard here. Hold on. You have I got score. it. <clears throat> All right. So right now I have Joel with one, Jordan with one, Nighthawk with one. Okay. So then we'll maintain that. So the gold bars is only for uh, live guests. That's and we're going ca- to five, right? We're going to 15 gold bars for the uh, oh, live guests. Take a while, all right. And then, uh, and that's for a that's for a sixty dollar plus cowboy hat. And then for the we'll call it the listeners cup. They get a cup. It's a shot glass. You can take your Nyquil out of it. Wow, <laughs> that would be sick. Um, and uh, yeah. If for, for first listener to get a 15, I will mail you a Red Dead shot glass. So here we go. 
And I have some different style games, so uh, bear with me. This game type is called Ten Pen. Ten, Ten Pen. Pen. That's an, a rodeo style, rodeo style game, um, where uh, you have to. There's a whole bunch of calves, and they all have a number painted on their side, and the cowboy has to go in. And the announcer will, like a roll a bingo cage, pull a number out and say eleven, and then that cowboy has to find number eleven and get it into um, the uh, the pen. There's other cowboys that are doing this as well. First cowboy with 10 calves is the winner. So that's where 10 pen comes from. What I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to give you a category. And you have to knock down the majority of the pens. So the way this is going to work is I'll say the category. You have to get six of the 10. Well, let's just say six in general. Okay. Um, of something that qualifies for that category. Okay. Okay. So, uh, very confused. Okay. So I'm going to say the category. Should be fine. I'm ready. I'm, I can do it. Hit me with the first one. Let's go. Okay. I want them gold bars. The category is cowboy or Western, not American Western, but wild Western video games. And I just have to name six of the 10 that you you have at least six. I have more than according to you. Uh huh. I have a list. Okay. That you made. Uh, that me, me, and my good friend Google made. Okay. Top games or just ones I think you would pick. Any Western or cowboy game that could be a PC game. That could be a. That could be. I a, understand that. A, I'm saying Atari Jaguar game. Your, your favorites. A, Should no, I include not, your? No, I have no influence. I just found all of the Western games. Okay. So start. Yeah. This is not okay. timed. Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay, I knew you. I knew you'd get those. Uh, Quick Draw McGraw. I might be close on that. That title. is a cartoon character. That is not a game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horse that shoots guns okay, in the Anna Barbera right, universe. Hold on. Um, I'll say Dust. I'll uh, say Check. What's that? That's a check. That's a big check. Nice. A nice. tale of the wired west. You're scanning the chickens. You're scanning okay, the uh, chickens. Um. Oh shit! Folks I'm trying to think of that Oddworld one with that creature that would like jump around. Can't remember what it was called. All right, Wild West video games, and I'm thinking of the old Nintendo and arcade ones. There's one. It's like. Sh- shooting, shooting McGraw, McGraw, Quick Draw is the name of the game. Quick Draw, Quick Draw. I know which one you're thinking of. That's uh, uh, not on my list. You have to, me... you have to use your hands on that game, little baby Elijah uh-huh. Wood. The fuck was that thing called? All right, I'm not doing well so far. Um, there is not. So there's Quick Draw. Which is a like a basically Pictionary style game, but it's not a it is not a Wild West right. game. Right. Right. <sighs> this is bad. This is embarrassing. All the listeners are screaming. Um. Let's wrap it up. That's fine. I'll okay. Take the hit. Eh. Let me name yeah. some other ones for you here. Hit me. 
Um, we got Call of Juarez in 2005. Gun. These are original Xbox games. Call of Call of Juarez. Was that the Abe's Odyssey, Oddworld? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, Carl, it's that was like a. I don't know. It was big on the PlayStation. Um, Sunset Riders, which was a Nintendo game. A um, couple games called Outlaw. That would have gotten you two, probably. Um, and Smoking Guns, Mad Dog McCree. Yeah. Um, and then the game that you were thinking of for Back to the Future was called Wild Gunman. Ah, classic. Classic. All right. Okay. Total so, fail. In the movie, Dead Seven. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this film, Dead Seven. It is a cowboy uh, western zombie-themed film um, that is entirely casted by 90s boy bands. This came out in 2017. <laughs> okay. Okay. It there was are one, by boy two, bands, or all the boy bands are in it? Um, well, that's the question. So it's casted by different members of boy bands. Okay. There are, there are four boy bands in the movie. Can you okay. name two of them? Can I name four? And if I get two, then I'm good. You can name, you can name as many as you want. All right. So 98 degrees. Check. In, in sync. Check. You already got Back, it. Backstreet for life. Right, Backstreet for Life, baby. That's three. Um, but I'm already good. You're already good. The other one was all four members of O Town. <laughs> o Town. So it had yeah. It had three of the Backstreet Boys. One 98 degree. That was my good friend Drew Lachey, and he really is a, a dear friend of mine. He's a uh, piece of shit, together. man. Isn't it? The, isn't that the guy that got marijuana reform all screwed no, no, up no, in no, Ohio? No, no. No, 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 no. I don't want to speak on behalf of the Lachey family, but that was Nick who was, uh, and he still is. He he has a giant farm designed to grow uh, lots and lots of weed. Guy's a real piece of work, Nick Lachey. Well, he tried to buy out the state one-sixth of it, and uh, that capitalism kind of blew up in their face. So. Yep. Yeah, so I kind of I feel like we should definitely watch this movie and talk about it. It's a it's a I'm it's never watching this. Boy I'm band. never watching this movie. No, I'm going to make you. I'm going to strap you down <laughs> and I'm going to make and Maggie will love it. I know she'll get into it, but I want to She hates everything. To watch She's not watching that either. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So you got 1 point. Okay. So far. And uh, out of the I did six questions. So what do you, I say? I say you get if you get three points, John. That's kind of about the odds you gave me. To, you said three out of five. Yeah, but six, you got okay? six. So I feel like I feel like four out of six is the honest play. Mm, I think three out of six is uh, Th- three out of six. Round it up. I like it. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Um, All right. No, we gotta we gotta say now. Otherwise. We're just wiggling okay. gold bars around. So, let's say let's say three out of six. Well, uh, ah, I have, I have, listen. I have confidence in myself. I know I blew the first I could one. Come the video up with game. a seventh question, and we could say four out of seven. Okay. How's that sound? Okay. I'm fine with that. Um, yes. Okay. And I'm not using my Here phone. Tonal honor system. Um. 
So, in Red Dead 1, Undead Nightmare Expansion, which was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a whole second game. Yeah. Um, there were, if you remember, legendary animals. That was kind of when the legendary animal idea was kind of first introduced. Yeah. Um, but all of these legendary animals were mythical animals um, that you okay. could find in the game. Which one of these was not in the game? Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Death, like Grim Reaper. Yes. Chupa, chupacabra. Okay. Jackalope. Unicorn. Sasquatch. All right, Sasquatch. Which one yes. Of these Unicorn. Was yes. Not in the game? Chupacabra. Uh, yes. You said Jackalope. Jackalope. And then Death. I'll say Jackalope was not in the game. Good job. Two points. Nice. Nice. Wasn't Death that character that never really got sort of wrapped up or that creepy guy? Yeah, that they... the, the man in the in the top hat. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. there's definitely, I found at least one instance of him in Red Dead 2. Maybe they'll get Jackalope into uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Fingers crossed. Here, I'll just tell folks because it's cool. When you go into the bar and, um, are, no, you go into, yeah, I believe it's the bar or the, uh, the general store in Armadillo. Um, there is a picture of the man in the top hat, and every time you go in there, he's in a different position. <gasps> Whoa. I didn't know that. Um, okay. Crazy. Good job. <laughs> Name, uh... Uh, give me one second. What am I at? Two? Three? You're at two points, um, and I have four... One, two, no, three questions left, yeah. Okay. Okay. Name a Western film with Billy Zane. A Western film with Billy Zane. Name a Western movie starring Billy Zane. There are more than one? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh... Maybe the Magnificent Seven remake or something? I didn't I couldn't get through that one. Is that your final answer? Oh I oh I don't get to just guess like a million. Okay, hold on, let me think. I can picture him. Uh Titanic was Titanic. a western of the a western of the sea. Uh <laughs> yeah, I know who <laughs> Billy Zane is. He's the Phantom baby. He's um, the Phantom baby. <laughs> he was in he was in Zoolander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was as himself. Um, Billy Zane. Damn you. He wasn't in Cowboy and Alien. Uh, shit the bed and sleep in it. Um, yeah, I'll say the new Magnificent Seven remake, I guess. I have no... I don't know. I feel like you're going to tell me and I'll be like, oh, damn, that one. Yeah. Let's hear you it. You are going to. Okay. <laughs> he was in Tombstone. Ah. Damn he was it. also in a film called The Posse, The Man okay. Who Came in Black, Hannah's Law, that's definitely a Lifetime film, and West of Redemption. West Dead Redemption? West Dead Redemption. <laughs> that's, okay. what you, that's what I said. <laughs> you'll like this one. I think you'll do okay. good with this. All right. This is another 10 pin. So you got to name six John C. Riley films. Just that's it? Yeah, I posted them on Instagram today, and I 
just looked at his face and fell in love all over again. Oh, so jeez. Six. To name six Gonna... John C. Riley films. Six. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. I'm laughing right now. Well, we could say the most recent bomber. That was uh, Holmes and Watts. You got yep. uh, you got your sister's brothers, which we've already talked about. You got the stepbrothers. There's been a lot of movies yep. involving brothers. Uh, you got Gangs of New York. You yes. You got Boogie Nights. Uh, oh, wow. He's going. You One got more. Uh, ha, John C. Riley. Uh, I want to wreck it. Wreck it, Ralph. You got Wreck it, Ralph 2. Ralph yes. breaks the internet. Oh, uh, wow. He's up to he's geez. up to seven, folks. Jeez. Hold on. Don't stop me now. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> Don't Hold forget he can, played I the ghost of Stonewall Jackson in Anchorman 2. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite, man. One of my favorite roles he ever did was uh, he plays Kevin Bacon's like right-hand man in The River Wild. Oh, yeah, dude. He's, that's a young <laughs> Riley. Yeah, he's that's good in that. That's a skinny Riley. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're up to three points, John. You did it. Well, sorry, you got one more. One more. I got to do I gotta do this last one or I fail. Okay. And I, and I get no So we no were bars. talking about Leadville and Doc Holliday and Tombstone. True. Can you tell me in what Colorado town did Doc Holliday pass away? Wow. <sighs> Doc Holliday, what Leadville town? I want to say, I'm trying to think of like westerny towns, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Uh, um, not Colorado Springs. Uh, fuck. Boulder, no. Oh, uh, I'll say Glenwood Springs. I don't know. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You got it right. Did I get it? Yeah. You shitting me? I got it. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I pulled that out of my asshole. Yeah. When you said Colorado Springs, I was like, "Ooh, he's close." I knew it was yeah after Leadville. I thought I, so I, thought I saw this in trivia recently. That's fucking hilarious. Nice. Yeah, he went to Glenwood Springs because he was told that the springs had uh, healing properties that might be able to help with his. I think that was the question I used. You have no idea how much trivia I research on a week. I know you have a lot in your head. That's why I think it's fun to like throw you a zinger every once in a while. All right, yeah, congratulations! You got your first gold bar. I got a bar. All right, so now we have a four-way tie between me, you, Shaquille, and the Nighthawk. Oh, showdown. Nice. <laughs> All right. Good trivia. Good job, young man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, it's dad chat time, baby. Dad chat. I got a. I got a. I was. I was uh, torn between a couple topics here. Um, uh, and I. And I. I, I decided to go on with one um one of them is uh beating your children uh when did it go out of fashion and is it is this something we'll see come back i threw that one out and instead i want to talk about um talking to your children about the concept of death you know we're all we're all we're all mortal beings right we know you and i have we've made peace with it uh months ago that we're gonna one day drift off into oblivion and um, all that will be left behind is our good deeds and uh, the teachings uh, that, that we've that we've left with others uh, yeah. love uh, that kind of thing um, have you 
so so you have a brand new one. You got a not. You have a sub. I got a ten month old. You got a you got a ten month, month old. old. You yeah. got one of them ten month olds, and then you yeah. also have a three year old. Yeah. Has this three year old hit a point yet? Where she has feared for her life or has seen something die, perhaps an animal. Yes. Um, okay. This is a great topic, by the way. So, so this is something new dads might worry about, and this is yeah. uh, we you, you and I can give our quick rundown of uh, when it first happened and how to sort of I don't know maybe warm a, a human mind up to the idea of you know the well, idea and of it's you know mortality for you, dad, for you dudes and dames out there. Um, yeah, let's just take a moment to reflect on our own mortality. <laughs> and I will say that there is something wild that happens when you see, you know, I think over our over our uh, our years, our our mortal coil here, um, we get kind of desensitized to what are actually really heavy, real things. And I think uh, I think death is definitely definitely one of those things. And so when you see that concept through the eyes of a kid it's like it's raw <laughs> it's really brutal sometimes and so yeah. um and you know and and just to get real for a second but i run camps for kids that have lost an immediate family member so i actually deal with this um more than um more than most people do and i i deal with kids um acknowledging and talking about death and and i also have a pretty unique take on the whole thing and i feel like um I feel like it doesn't have to be as as a sad thing. I think we put a lot of um, sadness on top of that, but I think it's a it, it's it's part of a story, and it's acknowledging and appreciating what you have. I think that can be part of the story, and um, so I'm really honored to be able to do that work in my life. And so when it comes to my kids, um, I don't shy away from it at all. And I and me and my wife we talk about this constantly, um, and. Uh, you and your so wife Ripley, talk constantly about your kids dying? No, no, we, we, we talk constantly about this particular topic. Ah. Um, because Lori is, she immediately has the mom response, the like protector, um, comforter response of like, well, let's just, let's skirt around it or let's avoid it. Whereas I have the mentality of like, let's get right into it. Like, let's, let's really hear what she thinks and let's talk through this and let's answer the questions and let's um acknowledge this so it first came up in our in our household so Lori does this really cool thing where um she'll go to the library and literally rent the maximum limit of books children's books that she can possibly get so she's literally bringing home like a shelf of books probably nice i'd say 30 to 50 books at a time wow and because libraries like are trying to be as easy on on people as possible because they want people to continue to use them you literally can have books now for like two months so we have plenty of time to like yeah. read all of those books multiple times and Lori doesn't screen any of the books like like i said she goes to a shelf and she just grabs all the books yeah. and she puts them oh, into, yeah. the, into the basket um and so we just grab books ripley will grab a book that's my kid and we'll just we'll just read it <laughs> and so we don't screen the books and we were reading a book and this was oh she wasn't three years old yet so i want to say this was probably september of this last year 
And um, it was about a bumblebee like fairy and she goes around to the flowers and she takes care of the flowers and she has a little bee that's kind of like a dog analog that kind of flo- follows her al- around and and uh, the bee just suddenly dies. Like literally no warning, the bee dies. And that is where the book, like the purpose of the children's book is. Um, and Lori like instantly wanted to like shut the book and I was like, no, 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 we got to read through it. And I yeah. thought the story did a pretty good job of like, you know, she, the bee wore a little flower on its neck. So she, the, the, the little girl put the flower on her and like wore it around her as a way to remember the little bee dog. And like, and then the story ends where she opens a flower and there's a new little bee dog there. And that's like the like cycle. Right. Um, right. And so Ripley, my kid, like totally, um, she totally got <laughs> what the author was trying to do with that book. Like she 100% hook, line and sinker understood what that book was trying to do and um has since then this is again was last uh, september has been talking about death a lot has been like asking about death and um like she the other day she asked if a rock was dead and i was like well you know technically yeah (laughs) it is like depending on the type of the rock it's made of a lot of dead stuff you know a lot of rocks are made from old fossil fuels which is dead plants and dinosaurs you know so like so we talk about that kind of stuff and um ollie our cat we have a we have a a savage cat that we have decided to make an indoor outdoor cat and he's just a murder machine oh yeah the other day he left a giant fat rat on our uh, and this was a rat i haven't seen a rat in a long time but this was a legit rat um and left a fat rat on our front doorstep like perfect and we were coming home from i don't know a walk we were out doing something and right there on our doorstep is like this Death. dead, fat rat. <laughs> and Ripley was fascinated, just like, just couldn't stop looking at it. And and we had to do we had to do a lot to tell her, you know, you can't touch it. Like you can look. Right. And she would get as close as she could, just to look at it. And um, and then we another opportunity. I feel like that's a teachable moment as a parent to be like, yeah, that that rat's dead. <laughs> yeah, that rat isn't. It's not coming back. But if we find a good spot to bury it, it'll become part of the earth and part of the, the grass and part of the trees. And like, that's how it all works. And so we found a nice spot and we buried it. And yeah. you know, that was kind of the, the end of that. And then just to end up my little piece of this, this last, just in Christmas, we were in Boston with my in-laws and um, I'm having breakfast and Lori was sleeping in. I talked about how me and Lori take turns sleeping in. So I, Lori was sleeping in, I was up with the kids and I'm having breakfast with Lori's mom and Ripley and grandpa's playing with Jasper in the other room. And uh, Ripley's just eating her um, oatmeal and she turns to Nancy and she goes, um, where are your mom and dad? And Nancy, and I was so like proud of this woman at this point, Nancy goes, oh, they're dead. <laughs> which is it, it, that's how I would have answered it if if you know if I was in her shoes and Ripley goes does that mean they're not coming back and Nancy goes they're not coming back but I remember them and like I got to watch this conversation where my I get to it's a really cool moment John where you get to see your little girl regurgitate everything you hope she's learning from this this heavy life thing that we're all going to have to deal with in multiple sure. ways yeah and um, she goes she goes, well, where are they? And she's like, well, they're, she, you know, my mom's buried in Florida and my dad's buried in, or my mom's buried in New York. My dad's buried in Florida. And, um, 
and Ripley goes, I wish I could hold them and I wish I could, I oh, wish I could hold them and I wish I could help them. And then like, I look at Nancy and she's, I'm glassed over, Nancy's glassed over. And, uh, and Nancy goes, she goes, I wish you could too, sweetie. But she goes, but I have so many stories to tell you about them. And for me yeah. to sum up everything I've talked about, that is the best way to transform the idea of death is legacy. And the fact that the more you tell a person's story, the more life you give their legacy. And so it's important to acknowledge the fact that people disappear. They go away. Um, but that life lives on through the memory of, you know, John, you and I and Jordan, we're, we're, we're lucky to know the stories. I was talking to mom about this the other day to know the stories of our great grandparents. And yeah. I think that's an, that's an honor that you get to bestow onto your kids is to tell these stories of how our great grandfather came over multiple times from Italy and he worked his ass off and, you know, all of that legend of the, you know, the Egbert family. And so, uh, yeah, so that's kind of my take on the whole thing. And I don't think it's as scary as it needs to be, but you have to be ready for it because <laughs> you never know when it's going to hit you. For sure. I think honesty, like you said, is key. And um, like, um, so for my seven-year-old, uh, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the same kind of conversations, um, especially after we got her hamsters. Uh, this was for her, I believe her fifth birthday. Um, hmm. We also have a cat, and this cat is also <laughs> savage. And so this was like not a rat on the dead on you know dead on the front porch. This was uh, this fucking cat, man. Like we had to we just strapped this hamster cage down to the a table, like with like uh, bungee cords and stuff because it was just it was a light cage, and he was able to eventually like shove it off. And then when the hamster cage would hit the ground, it would like open up. And it would be hunting wow. season, you know? And so we, this had happened like two or three times. And even with like the bungees on it, we thought we had a system. Uh, and then we realized like, okay, we gotta, we gotta like shut the door in this room, make sure that if we leave the house, you know, this has to be shut. But yeah, it finally got uh, one of her hamsters chocolate chip. And uh, yeah, she was at chocolate school. That's yeah, like and, the, that's a good well, that was, name. That was her name for it, yeah. And, uh, Better than white yeah, chocolate but, chip, am I right? Yeah, but she got home and uh, she got home and she, uh, I had to tell her, you know, like, hey, something really, something like kind of crappy happened today. <laughs> uh, her, your hamster chocolate chip, well, Tumford, you know, killed him. <laughs> like he, he was able to knock the cage over and uh, cats like to, you know, hunt little mouse looking creatures and... Um, she handled it really well, but you could still tell she was sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. But then we kind of went right into, um, you know, but wasn't he, wasn't he a great hamster? I mean, he was he was so fun to have around, and he, you know, he always he always ate his food, and uh, he was, you know, just like, just tried to put a positive spin on it. I'm still yeah. figuring this one out. You know what I mean? I don't have a, I think you kind of nailed it with your story, but I'm still learning on this one. And, um yeah. She plays all. She plays a lot of video games. So like, we like we hear stuff come out of her mouth. Sometimes it's like, oh no, that character's dead over there, or oh dad, I just got killed by a polar bear, and you know. So she like, she, I mean, she's saying stuff as far as you know, the, like you know, the beginning and end of things. But it's like in a in a 
gameplay mode, so it's not as heavy. There's no feelings attached. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like all those pixels don't exist on the screen anymore. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, a, I, think I can top what you said about it, but um, well, I'm and still, listen, I'm we're gonna deal with out. this. I feel like it's it's one of those things that's like an onion, um, where you know, as a kid grows up, they understand lots of things. Love is the other end of that, you know, in many different layers and many different ways. And, uh, I mean, you and I, we're still going through our layers of understanding sure. what, well, and, some, our, our, what mortality and death right. means. Well, and you don't you know? want to like, and you don't want to like terrify, a, a mind that is still developing and can't understand complex, you know, emotion and stuff. And so you don't want to just like sit them down and if they ask you, you know, hey, you know, what happens What happens when people die? Uh, you don't want to sit them down and say, oh, well, you know, I think uh, nothing. I think you die and then you just kind of turn into nothing, you know, or because yeah. you and I, um, we're not we're not raising our children uh, religious. You know, we don't we don't right. have that safety net um, of, you know, of, of faith in uh a happy any, ending, any kind so of speak. yeah a yeah. happy ending because man that's a real easy one for anyone who's christian uh which we like i said we were raised catholic that's a real easy skip right over that question because you all you have to do is say oh you get to go to heaven with jesus yeah. and it's beautiful yeah. and everything you yeah. have ever wanted and every, you know um so it's uh it's a challenge to to well, raise and a listen, kid in a non-religious that, setting you know if you're of that persuasion um, good on you. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong, you know, per se. With no, I'm saying I'm with, jealous. I'm, I'm no, jealous. No, I know it, it is. Know, I wish yeah. I could do that. But I think that story piece is important, regardless of of what you, you believe. And um, I think uh, no, you know, in all honesty, none of us really know. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Right. And uh, I think at the at that present moment, uh, your only reference point is life itself. So how can you give life to death? And uh, there's so many ways to do that, and um, we'll all deal with it, and you you all will deal with it. But it doesn't have to be a devastating thing, you know. Right. So just kind of keep that in your back pocket. And um, awesome, <laughs> awesome topic, man. <laughs> I've been uh, Planet Earth seems like a kid friendly. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> seems actually like something you can walk with your watch with your kids. Dude, that's but let a me good just one, tell man. you. Uh, there is uh, there's this one sequence with b- baby gooses that are trying to fly. Let's just say they don't all make it. So there's definitely yeah. some weird stuff that happens. But uh, I bring that up just because uh, it is funny when when those things just pop at you and you have to, as a dad, uh, <laughs> you have to be that wise person that all of you know your dad's for. Um, <laughs> some of you know your dad's for, and uh, it's uh, it's it's not easy. It doesn't roll off the or, tongue. There's not some old you, parable yeah, that you, you can. Yeah, spit out be- like Liam Neeson in the gray. <laughs> yeah, or you become a parent yourself, and then you get hit with these questions, and then you realize you look back, and you're like, "Oh man, my dad was just freeballing it too. Like he was just kind of, just kind of playing it, you know, <laughs> playing it by ear or whatever, you know." Which is, you know, I mean, you can kind of have a plan, but at the same time, if you're on your way to soccer practice, and have a plan. question comes from the back seat. You're like, "Oh, uh, whew, you gotta." Whew, give me a minute. Hold on. I got to think about how I want to say this to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just oh got to. That stuff happened. I feel like now, and John, you've dealt with this longer than I have, but my, my daughter's at a point now where she is frequently saying things that are profound to me. Um, and I always wonder, like, is that just me? Because I'm like her dad and her, you know, Y chromosome. <laughs> but Close to the project it, and all that. Or yeah. is it just like, 
Is it just like uh, just things you don't get to hear kids say often? And because I'm there, I get to hear this amazing, like life understanding moments. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's just cool stuff. Yeah, awesome. my hamster thing was pretty shitty though. I was like, oh yeah, so <laughs> so chocolate chip, he's gone. You know, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll bury him. And boy, he was such a good hamster. Um, on the bright side. Those dwarf hamster, hamsters, those are like $11 at PetSmart. So if you want to get in the car and get your shoes on, we can go get another one, honey. You know? <laughs> so it's just like... How'd that go? She was thrilled. She was like, okay, all right. It's not so bad. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Such a cop-out, you know? So now, yeah, when, when she loses a grandparent for the first time, she's probably going to ask to go to uh, PetSmart, you know? I'm like, no, not for, not for people. No. Sometimes yeah. better is dead, Harley. <laughs> Sometimes better's dead. The soil's gone sour. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Um, awesome. Well, that is uh, that's the pod, everybody. Um, just to not end us on a complete downer, um, Cream. I was going to see if you wanted to continue to work on your voice acting. I have a, a couple requests for you. Yeah, let me try for real this time. I can do it. Okay. You we were talking a few episodes back that I want to be a voice actor, but all I could muster was the the Asian guy that worked at my. Uh, uh, General So's uh, chicken place, but I'm gonna give it an earnest try this time. All right. Okay. All right. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Okay. As the Karate Kid. Go ahead. Oof. Sylvester Stallone as the Karate Kid. Uh, uh. Mr. Miyagi used to tell me all day uh, wash his cars. Uh, uh, you want me to wax on, wax off the. Uh, I'm going. I want to. Uh, you gonna teach me to fight? I'll fight the fight. I'll fight the fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> no, dude, that was you nailed it. All right. Oh all my right. god. Redemption. You it. See, Rad Dad, redemption. <laughs> redemption is real, Arthur. Um, you tell me to trim this tree all day. It's just a little bush. Trim this tree. Yeah. You know, this tree needs trimmed. Uh, you want me to trim it? I'll trim the tree. Bonsai, I'll trim, uh, try to get some trim this weekend. I want your car. Let me. Can I use your car? It's not very good. Yeah. I blew it. <laughs> um. All right. Let me give you another one. Um. Um. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Um. If he was president of the United States. That hasn't happened yet in a movie. I don't think it has. Uh. It was. Re- it was referenced in uh, Demolition Man. I don't do it good, Arnold, but I'll try for the podcast. Ah! 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 Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm president. <laughs> I can't do it. We're the middle of all. Uh, uh, hi. Austrian. Hi. Yeah, you do it. Hi, this is Arnold. I'm the president of the United States. I just want to <laughs> say that the uh, wall's going to be built. You can't, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's way better. Uh, you should have just started by doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arnold! I can't do it. All right, it. John. The next one. A young Asian girl at a pizza... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, let me... I'll give you one more here. Um, let me see. Um, Liam Neeson ordering a cup of coffee. All right. You have to be the woman. Oh, I'm hi, assuming it's Starbucks. a. It could be. Oh, oh. It could hello, be a how are, hello, how are you doing? 
I'm good. How can I help you today? There's only one thing I want from you. And I want you to listen closely because I won't repeat myself. I would like a grande black coffee and I would like it served immediately. And I want you to know that I respect your specific set of skills and I want you to make it extremely hot and extremely black. I'm Liam Neeson. <laughs> That's all I got. Good job. That's all I got. Good job. I always end my, uh, anytime I try to do an impression, I always have to end say the their impression name. by saying who it is in case you, yeah. in case I didn't do yeah. a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah, you have to say their name. The you end. have to say their name. Sign, yeah. sign it, you know. <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, All thanks right, for folks. listening. Well, right, we did it. Thanks for listening. This has been Episode 6, Brad Dad Redemption. Look us up on Patreon.com. Um, h- hit us up on our links. Just play around with our links you know just click them you'll see them on all the uh the the, the episode descriptions oh, just play around with them you know click them see what happens see where it takes you, you know the internet is a right. journey maybe right click it you... see what happens there i've never oh, tried right click you could copy it you could bookmark copy it, it. <laughs> you could do all kinds of things um again thanks to our new uh sponsor spread shop if you guys want to make some sweet gear and sell it without any money coming out of your pocket only money going in check out spread shop and uh a big thanks to PCRN um, and all of their support that they've been giving us on Patreon. Patreon is, uh, we don't talk about it enough. I think we're kind of weird and humble about the whole thing, but it's an important part of us uh, keeping this show going. Um, as we have uh, gone longer, uh, there are costs associated with this. Mixer is not free. Um, and uh, so if you guys can uh, go over there, the the, the it's less than... I think it's less it's 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 less than two dollars is what will get you um some sweet rewards um all the way up to um t-shirts and uh uh art projects and there's all kinds of things that you guys can do we don't give it away for free um so please think about supporting us on patreon um i would love to go to ea some or ea (laughs) e3 E3. I'd love to go to E3 someday. Now that it's a uh, general, anybody can get in there. I'd love to do that kind of stuff. I'd love to go to a comic con and talk to you guys about what we see and what we experience there. Um, we do, do have some a, live we do interviews. Have a web and stuff. address now. We are um, at podcast right now. I'm going to show you what it is. Podcastrightnow.com slash raddadradio. Um, we're going to be adding more stuff there. And eventually you'll be able to find those links there. Um, so thank you, Carl Papa, for putting us up on the website. That was a big goal of ours. Check it off the list. My name is Super Shark Johnson. And this my is name. my brother, Cream. My name's Cream of Egbert. Play with us on You're Xbox, cream. you nerds. Add us. Yeah, Super come play Shark Super Shark and Cream of Egbert. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> later, guys. Bye.